0: And we're live. Your two names Cosmic Children. I'm your host, Kevin. And today I have a very unique individual in the studio with me. This individual was introduced to me by a previous guest of the podcast, Nick. Um, Nick was on, and also shout outs to him for being a Nike ambassador.
1: So, is he a Nike ambassador? He is certified. He, he wishes. Hey, <laughs> I think he is. I also dream of being a Nike I'm a Converse ambassador. Okay. <laughs> Converse, okay. So, so that that is the brother brand tonight. Sister Nike. company, <laughs> Converse, yes, yeah, old school kicks for the kills. So
0: when I was doing my research on this particular individual, I found out that you were voted the most eligible bachelor in 2017. <laughs> I hope that title it still remains <laughs> for for 2022. So could you please introduce yourself? Um, who you are, and could you please describe what you do? Because I I I I found it particularly difficult to 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 identify what type of job
1: do you do. Yeah, until today, I also don't know what I do for a living. Okay, data rate. Data rate. I feel I make the best data rate for a living. Okay, you know, it's just I'm full of sugar, mm-hmm. milk. Actually, maybe I shouldn't say milk. You're <laughs> <laughs> full of milk. Now, what I was trying to get. I didn't think this through. But what I was trying to get at is I'm as powerful and flavorful as a cup of tea tarik. Okay. With extra fluff. Ah. You know the foam on top? It's the best part. It's the flavor in there. But yes, I'm still an eligible bachelor. Okay. Good Uh, to know. That's what the competition is for. Mm. The competition wasn't for people like me to go on there and show off to the world. It was them reminding me. What a fucking single fuck I was <laughs> I've, I've, I didn't think that No, yeah, It's Yeah when, I mean they asked me on stage They're like How, What do you think of this competition It's like Thank you for reminding me <laughs> That I am single as fuck At this point And then I won Um, Not Of course I didn't win the eligible bachelor I won One of the awards Called Talk of the Town mm. And I think that's what people know me as And what I do for a living Is just talk of the town I'm, I'm talking all the time and then our next question was so now that you won this award what are you going to do i was like what's the award called so they're like talk of the town okay after this i'm going to shut up that's, <laughs> that's what's going to happen because that's what i talk but if i had to put what i do for a living um, into context it would be acting social media hosting there was a better write up in my bio. I, okay. wish I, could. I wish I could read that out to you. <laughs> but acting, hosting, a social media personality. All rounded fool was in there. So that's that's the job. I'm a fool. I'm a jester. I'm yep. a clown.
0: So okay. moving forward, should I refer to you as Kishan or Tetari? Your
1: preference? If you can get me some Tetari. Later. That would be beautiful, but Kishan will be fine. Kishan will be fine. Yeah. So I'm curious how did you get your
0: start in acting?
1: Mm. That's a story I've shared. Hmm. Every time people ask me this question, I always get
0: flashbacks and memories. Okay. Just, just... So everything's buzzing right yeah. now. So Must every...
1: be the beer actually. Hey, don't tell people. <laughs> actually, I am. If you can hear this. <laughs> oh.
2: Mm. ASMR. Hmm. I
1: really needed one so badly. But how, how I started out. Mm. Okay. Okay. Don't laugh at me. Okay. Um, I was sitting on the couch with all my cousins one hot afternoon watching Hannah Montana on Disney Ooh. Channel. Okay. Yeah. I know. Vintage. Yeah. Look at her now. <laughs> I like her. When <laughs> Hannah Montana. And then I found out she's my age then and there. And then I was thinking to myself. Why the fuck am I sitting on the couch when I could be there? You know, being famous and shit. And then, you know, I can do what she does. I, mean, I cannot sing. La. Yep. I cannot sing. I can tell jokes, but I cannot sing. So I was like, I can do what you do. So I went into this frenzy at the age of 16. And I said, I want to do that. Where do I start? And then I turned to my uncle who happened to be in the house. And I said, look, I want to act. Do you have somebody I can call? He's like, actually, our wedding people, the videographer, quite famous, apparently. Maybe you want to call him. I said, sorry, for a moment, my uncle's Chinese. The accent came out. (laughs) He's actually Indian, supposed to be. I actually have somebody to call, so you can call them. Sorry, wrong accent. He's English. He gave me this card and he said, Central Northern, camera operator. Hmm. I think so. Don't hate me (laughs) for saying your designation wrong. And then I called him out immediately. And I said, look, I have a script. Oh uh, I have something in mind I'll write it out I want to meet you and I want to sell it and I want you shoot it and then make me a star And you were like 15 at that time? 16, 16 Okay wow okay And then his next reply was who the fuck are you? And I was like yeah as you do <laughs> Appropriate <laughs> <laughs> As you do And then he said you know what I want to meet you tomorrow uh, like, hmm? After the who the fuck are you like, like yeah I want to meet you tomorrow uh, Great World City McDonald's come I'll bring a friend and' he's like okay then, you know, I'm going crazy at this point. Oh, shit, my big brick is here. I'm going to be a star. And then, yeah. uh, I I go and write a script. And then I bring the wrong script. I I wrote, you know, you're supposed to bring the synopsis and the log line mm-hmm. and all these. I brought like episode one. So it's like out of context. Yeah. <laughs> and then I went in there and I, I met him and I, and I pitched it all. And, he's, and he was just, he's just glistening, this gl- big glistening smile. Under all that dark skin, you could just see this same glow. Uh, <laughs> I can see these things. Uh, <laughs> and then he just puts that aside and he goes, what do you want to do? And I said, I want to act. His next line is a typical Singaporean line. Mm. What if you cannot act? And that hit me very hard right there. I sat there going, I didn't think of that. And I feel there's a good and bad To that um, I will get to the good part Later i just remind me okay? Yep But the Oh sorry The bad part in that question um, Yeah ask me that later I'll tell you what What's good about what he said He So when he brought out That line It hit me so hard It's like Shit you're right I've never acted before I don't know what this is What is a camera Where do I go or, you know, it's like, you know, just people yep. filming you. Yep. like What are the mechanics of it, really? Nothing. Yeah. All I said was, I just wanted to be, I can do that. I knew I can do that. And then he says, well, let's talk about plan B. I said, okay, what is plan B? He said, why don't you learn how to be behind the camera before you get in front as a backup plan? He's like, do you want to be in this industry? I was like, yeah, I want to be in film. And then he was like, great. I want you to learn how to be behind the camera he kind of adopted me like a uh, like a trainee and he was my mentor. I love him till today. Unfortunately, I haven't met up with him in a while. So if you're listening to this, I'm sorry, but I'll come and <laughs> kiss your face. I don't know why. You made me. And uh, so he said, okay, I'm going to change your life plan a bit. Once you're going to go and study film and then we're going to put you in a job and then I want you to learn how to be behind the camera. Once you've done all that and when you feel like you're ready, you're going to move it forward, which is acting. Mm. So I've been behind the camera for five years. So... Uh, I went from, you know, I I was a normal technical student. I didn't want to go to ITE. I mean, ITE is great, but I just knew if I were to take that time and then, and I was doing this mental calculation, like, you know, three years ITE, three years poly, two years NS. By the time I get there, how much Mm. work could have been done? Mm. I would have lost my youth, my energy, my drive. Mm. This good looking, you know, this good looking face came as I got older. When I was younger, I needed a doctor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I asked my mother, "Why are you so ugly?" <laughs> what did said, she say? She said, "When you get older, you get better looking. Look at me." I said, "You are right." Because my mom's a hottie. She's a fifty-seven-year-old cougar who doesn't want to wear, you know, old lady clothes. She's wearing high shorts, and I'm like, "Please pretend to be my mom." But
0: More power to her, huh? More power. No to la, her. don't no? walk
1: out like a slut la. No, I'm kidding. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, I love
0: her. Where was I? So, what was the counterpoint to that argument? that he was trying to, to to tell you when you were at that age? You mentioned that there was a good part and a bad part.
1: No, so, you know, after a while when I realised being told, what if you can't do it? Did that expose you to perhaps thoughts that you weren't cognizant of? No, that's why I said the good part, the good part of, you know, telling me that what if you couldn't do it put me into plan B which safeguarded my standing in the industry in case I couldn't act and then I fall back, right? Mm was great what i felt at this age felt was wrong with that line yeah was what could have happened what possibility could you have given this kid and said yeah you can act if you believe in yourself you can act Mm -hmm. you know i mean yes my fire was doused but you ignited another flame yep now what if i said yeah you can do it and that fire was already so bright what if you just exploded that fire? What would have happened then? What would have happened if my younger self was told, yeah, you can do it. Yeah, go and do it. Because I knew I could do it. So now for any other young person, I'm very young. I'm 28. You're how old? 30? You're 30. Yeah. I believe so. Let me check my IC later. Yeah, you check it later. Because uh, yeah. you don't look 30, but I feel like 30. My knee's are not working already. Got a problem. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, you know, I just feel like, you know, young people, if you tell them they can do it and then they believe in themselves and they go and do it, what could have happened there? That that, that fires alive, you know. Don't doubt it. Yep. But then, I also look back and say, when he told me that it was a great thing because, you know, you trans. I did normal thing. I left. I did private o's, I failed at that. I went to a private diploma. I went to beg for money, to you know, I had no money at that time. We were pretty not really well to do. Um, find sixteen thousand dollars, go and do a private diploma and film, and then while I was doing that so what class was from 11 to 11 no it was ill i would go to school from 7 to 11 and then from 11 to 7 p.m i would be working in a production house cool yes as an intern so that was my day and then go back home and you do your assignments yep and film and rinse
0: repeat le. yeah
1: so you know i started as a pa and then i found this company called no average joe mm. uh, so central put me there yep and uh, introduced me to the to the to the owner yep. uh, he's, so when I first walked into the office I was looking for Joe Peter then I, was, I asked every I was racist how so? because I was asking all the Chinese people here who's Joe Peter then I turned all oh, the Indian guys called Joe mm. Peter so I like, huh? you're Joe Peter? <laughs> <laughs> so I was being how did he take he it? he it? said it's okay normal <laughs> so I was thinking you know you wouldn't be another or whatever so lah but I went to all the Chinese people and I was like are you Jupiter? Are you Jupiter? Are you because jo- I assume right? You assume, and then the Chinese like, no, no, that's him. I, was, I didn't believe him, so I went to that another person. You didn't believe him. Yeah, he thought he was joking. That's like, oh, you are Jupiter. You are Catholic, ah. <laughs> you know, of course, you assume again, and then and then he crafted the whole. Okay, you'll be. So I was kind of with him for like five years, and then um, you know, I went from PA to AP, which is associate producer and then, you know, um, AD at one point yep. and cam- camera B operator, editor. So, I tried every field of work yep. in there. Now, here's the beauty of that. After five years, I said, time to act is done. So it was like early 20s. Mm. So, right right after national service, I said, it's time to act. I can't do it. I want, I want to act. I spent one whole year auditioning for every fucking thing and that whole year, was like like a talent search here. There was a 987 DJ search. There was five search, you know, for media MediaCorp. Then there's some, ad, you know, you go for castings and adverts. None of them gave me a job. None. Nobody, nobody wanted to take me in. But I said, no, I can do this job very fucking well. Mm. And I'm very proud to say that I think I do a good job. And I believe that because when you go to say if you don't believe you're doing a good job then why the fuck are you at the job
2: Mm.
1: and I and I and unfortunately I gave up tell me to understand that what do you mean I knew I could do the job
2: Mm
1: -hmm. I knew I could make it in life and oh no not not make it in life I'm going to say could live the dream of just wanting to be an actor that's all but I gave up why because I knew how tough school life was and working and then that five years of struggle and then this one whole year people telling you not to do it because they think you can't do it of course i gave up part of me died and at the and at that point i was struggling with independence you know it's it's the asian culture here where you still live with your mom Mm -hmm. your mom is gonna spoon feed you and i was like no so after the age of 18 i told my mom you're not giving me shit i don't want money Doing anything. Uh, maybe if you want to buy and bring dinner back from grandma's place every now and then, <laughs> i I'll appreciate that. But I remember my breakfast and lunch was Coco Crunch. Mm. I had no money. No job. So whatever I saved up um, for five years, that was the you know, savings account and I would use that but a lot of the money was spent in school and you know, well of course in that five years you made some money. Lah. But you know, it's the struggles. What if I don't get a job? What if Now that I've given up, right, next day is school.
2: Mm.
1: I need the money. Yep. So that's what I did. I gave up. Unfortunately, then I joined Curtin University to do a mass communications diploma. Here's where the fun begins. So I met my mentor again and I was an administrator in the front of this workshop for his slow motion camera. Okay. And then, as I was doing admin and all that, this Indian guy comes to the table he writes his name.
0: What oh, a dramatic pause. Mm. Wow. <laughs> mm.
1: And then Sintil walks out and then he just looks at him and goes, hey, he want to act. Lah. Maybe you want to consider him. Now, this director's name is Don Aravind. He's actually quite a big name in the, the local scene for the shows shows and, and mainly for a long series in Singapore one of the first called tangling you remember this mm-hmm. it, I think it was about five years ago mm-hmm. um and he's like, oh I mean can you imagine you just been told that to your face he's yeah. like what's he gonna think like the, uh, okay it's been random yeah yep. What do you want
0: you know? unprovoked and someone just pointed at yeah hey, you want because they're friends you, so yep.
1: like, hey, you want you, 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 you just ask him then uh. the guy just looked at me like really yeah he's like yeah he's like okay send your send me an email yep send me your you know, headshots your talent profile um and then and then I'll I'll drop you an email after that. I said oh, yeah yeah can. Okay. Now I turn to myself what is a headshot? What <laughs> is was so just about to ask you? <laughs> what is a talent profile? What the <laughs> yeah. heck is this? Yeah. I I mean I got it, right? Like it wasn't it wasn't um what the heck is that? It was more where the heck am I going to do that? Mm-hmm. Because in that five years of job, of course, we casted for talents. Yep. And, and let me tell you, in that five-year job, when I did casting for some talents for some adverts or shows, I would sit there as a casting director in awe of these people coming in for an audition, dreaming of the fact that, can I, can I audition? I wanted to do it. And then you would see these people with their professional CVs and their, and their headshots. And you're like, oh, is this what it is? And then at the table, I was like, what the heck? And then it clicked to me. Let's go dig those up and check it out how they're doing mm-hmm. it, right? Like, I mean, you've been there. You've seen those. Yep. Let's go and see. Let's go reference. Okay, so this is what is needed. I've seen how they've done, they've done auditions. I've seen how I do casting and how I get my people for the job. Okay, I can do this. So I fake it. Oh. <laughs> so I hire a makeup artist mm-hmm. who was a good friend of mine at that time. I hire a stylist, a fantastic stylist. His name is Herman Shah. Uh, and I book a studio and we fit an entire talent profile in a day. It was a professional. I still remember, I think it was Keishan V1 2017 talent profile. Uh, and then it was me in a suit line, different, you know, I'm showing different expressions. And then I emailed that and then he gave it to the casting director. And the casting director, How come we've never heard of you before? You, you mm-hmm. know, CV is really good. And then they never called me. Eh? Oh. <laughs> and I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'll go to school. Yep. Um, the show's is already in season one. You you know you're not gonna get it. Fuck you know. You give up. So I you know put the money into a local U. Uh, You know everybody tells you get 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 a cert like get a cert. You know even my mentors said you need a cert. You you need, you need paper in Singapore. You need paper in Singapore. <laughs> you don't need paper in Singapore. I say that out loud right say now. Say it one more time. Yeah. You don't need fucking paper. Use an iPad. No like lah. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't need paper, okay? These days, fucking buy an NFT, rich man, sit at home. <laughs> you know, I, I don't even know what an NFT is. <laughs> you don't need to, yeah, no one does. But I would love to know, <laughs> fuck acting, buy an NFT. No, I love acting. I wouldn't be doing this job. I didn't love it. And then one month into the degree, I finished semester one. I was top in the class. I get a phone call in class asking me, we saw your reel, the tape that I did for the audition for Tangling. We liked it. We want to sign you, season two, six months contract. How do you feel about that? Um. When do I sign? Okay. Can you give me a minute? I went down. Into the office of the school, met the what HR person whatever she does lah, the administration. Bye. <laughs> That's all I said. I said, sign me out. Cancel me. She's like, why? 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 What's Shall we counsel you? Should we yeah, talk? Yeah. What's going on? You yeah. fam- First thing, family problems. You want to talk about yeah. your family? Why? Why a family problem? <laughs> Indian said, No, right, no, nobody's beating me at home. I'm fine. Just no family problem. I'm going to act. She's like, oh, for what show? Tangling. Oh, I love the show. She goes, You gonna do it? Yeah, cancel. I said, Oh, basket you're so canceling my son Okay, cancel, cancel. I do six months and I haven't stopped acting since then.
0: That's a brilliant story.
1: That's the story.
0: So, dialing it back a little bit, I'm just curious to know, as you look back on this entire journey since you were 16, Mm. um, I have a two-part question. First Mm. part being, help me to understand this particular conviction you have Mm. as to why acting is the thing for you because you were 16 and- if I were to presume most 16 year olds, they are still trying to understand the world. Yeah. They have a lot of influences, they see a lot of things. They're yeah. still trying their hands at different things to 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 kind of figure out what they like. But help me to understand this particular conviction you have in mm-hmm. regards to acting. What helped you understand this conviction? Uh yeah, what influenced it?
1: Um you see, there's always this click in you. I I, I believe this your calling will click in you at a certain point in your life some people take longer some people take shorter some people even shorter there's this click and something will just feed something in your head going yeah just do it now so at the age of 16 like I said I was watching Hannah Montana so it is Hannah Montana yeah I mean unfortunately it's that, that show at that point <laughs> nothing cooler I, that's why I say don't laugh I wish it was like you know this Space theme. Odyssey yeah yeah <laughs> And, <laughs> and then I was like, you know, shit, I could I could do that. But in all honest truth, this started not at the age of 16, but it actually started way younger when I saw a particular film. Mm. Because I never wanted to be an actor. That wasn't the first dream. The first dream was to be a paleontologist in Singapore. And then my mother looked at me like, there are no bones in Singapore. You want to pick out World War II vets, sure. But I tell you what, here's a film called Jurassic Park. Watch it. Maybe maybe you'll like it. Mm. And then she sat me down with my uncle who's a movie buff and he watched Jurassic Park. I was absolutely blown away by the film. Until today, it's my favorite film because that's when it ignited the passion in me because my mother said, yeah, these actors, they can be whatever they want. And then what clicked in my head was, So you're meaning I don't have to choose a profession. I can act and every day change what I do for a living. One minute I'm playing a soldier. One minute I'm playing a doctor. I'm playing a psychopath. I'm playing a, uh, I think, did I ever play a terrorist? No, I played a comedian. And then I played a lot of things, right? Mm -hmm. You play in your dwelling in this profession. And I was like, oh shit, yeah, you're right. I don't have to pick a job. Just act.
0: That sounds like a seemingly innocent question, Mm -hmm.
1: but that
0: kind of solidified certain traits that what acting could do with the possibilities
1: it could actually give you. Yeah. And you know, as a kid, I was like, so you mean if you act, dinosaurs come alive? (laughs) I was like, yes. (laughs) Yes. I want to see. (laughs) I mean, till today, I'm dying to be in a Jurassic Park or world film. I mean, of course, they're launching the new one now, but I've been dying to be in the film. Uh, Maybe one day. But but that, it started there. Mm. And then at the age of 16, it's like, Okay, so when? And then I saw that and I was like, yeah, go do that. And then you calculate. Yep. Right? You calculate, shit, oh, 16 already. If I don't do it now, then 18, then 19, then 20.
2: Then
1: when you want to do 30? I will wait until 30. Ah. Now you see all the Gen ZO coming up. <laughs> like younger and younger. And then you're know, more energetic, hungry. Yep. You're surpassing your following already. and But different times, different measures.
0: So what, if you were to look at or if you do watch Jurassic Park again, what do yeah. you think uh, was mesmerizing to you? What appealed to you about that film? Because the film was set, I think it
1: was filmed and released in the 1990s. Uh, yeah, in, uh, June 11, 1993 when it came out. Yeah. So
0: years. what about that film Uh, stood out to you? Because that particular film started the franchise. Yeah. First of all, I think it was hallmarked as a, a, a shift in how movies were produced, mm. especially like the dinosaurs. It's, they stuck to a very, how would I put it? The essence of the movie is that yeah. they, they stuck to their guns about it yeah. and, and they pushed it through. So I'm curious to know what appeal?
1: what about the movie appealed to you? You see, a lot of people when they watch a film or any film, they hardly watch the behind the scenes stuff. Mm. They hardly go read the story of how it was made because, you know, as you do work, you present the work, right? But a lot of shit that happens in, around you, he said no to that, he yep. said yes to that, but she got me that, he got me this, and then all that doesn't, you don't see all that? Yep. And then I started researching on the film. But before I get to that, what was magnificent of this film was imagination, dreams, and reality just blowing up in your face like a huge cum shot I tell you, because you sit there, what does a fucking dinosaur look like? Who knows? In who 1993, they filmed this. What? Maybe in 1991. Maybe even earlier. Yeah, yeah. And who knows? Who knows what they sound like? How they walked? How they mingled. Yep. Nobody knows. And then how, how would someone know how to react to a 30-foot yep. T-Rex looking down on you? What's stopping you Are going, yeah, boy. <laughs> "Hey,
0: boy. <laughs> hey. You
2: kid changed kid. the tone
1: of the film entirely. Yeah, you <laughs> <"He's> are. <kid." laughs> Who said they had to be terrifying? That's true. And then when you watch the film, it just... How the heck did you get a living, breathing T-Rex to act for you? Yep. It moves. The skin moves. You know, the eye flickers, the tail wags, and you see the actors perform to nothing. Yep. And then I went to go research. Of course, they had wonderful animatronics at that time. Um, And it's not VFX. (laughs) It's not video effects. No. (laughs) Yeah. And then you dwell deeper into the making of the film. Jurassic Park was going to be a stop-motion animation film. Oh, so it's going to be puppets, mm. right? You know, the wallets and grommets style? Yep. Yeah. And then this guy who who, who deals with computers, I'm not going to go into too much detail on this guy, but this but is one guy, who's one ordinary random employee who's dealing with computers said, no, I think I can do something on the computer. And he locks himself in his basement comes out with a first 3D rendering of a T-Rex skeleton moving like it's living and it's breathing and his boss which was Phil Tippett said no hide this shit we are doing was it Phil Tippett? oh wait don't if I'm wrong let me know (laughs) But I'm very sure of this. Fight me, Nola. Uh <laughs> and he said, in and anyway, the, the, the thing was, his boss said, No, hide this shit. You're not doing this. You're gonna pull people out of a job. Uh, you're not showing this at all. Um, but what this guy literally done was just create the first CGI. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. But that's gonna be canned. Huh? They they were about to hide this under the rug. And then like, okay, do stop motion. So what this guy does, when Kathleen Kennedy, the producer of the film, walked into Okay, show me the show me what you want to show me. Yep. Yeah. Instead of doing what he had to do, he just played that. (laughs) He said, fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck you, fire me now. I'm playing it because it's worthy of it. She's like, what is that? Exactly. That was the day CGI was built and it was because of Jurassic Park, you got CGI today. If that guy didn't do it, if that guy did not pitch what he did to Steven Spielberg, you wouldn't have Jurassic Park today. And if you go and watch on Netflix, uh, a thousand movies that made us, this is... They shoot him. They find him. They document him, and they put it in his point of view. You think Steven Spielberg made the film? The people made the film. That's what's beautiful about that. Everything comes together when you work in film. You see, it takes all these people, the crew, not just the director who gets the big name. He of course sees the vision, but what about the staff? And what if this guy didn't say yeah, yes? Yep. If right? he didn't persist with that idea of his, yeah. exactly. And then you take that to anybody today. You take that to people like me. If I said no to acting. Would I be talking to you today? I don't know. If I said no to acting, what I would be doing today? I don't know. I just said yes. So I think, say yes. Not to everything. Lah. <laughs> In moderation. Yeah, you know, Somebody wants to fuck you. Say maybe. <laughs> no yes. Coffee first. Coffee first. But, but but it's
0: kind of incredible too. When you look back, uh, hindsight 2020 really,
3: it's,
0: the, the seemingly random decision of one thing, it will lead to a cascading effect and people are just building on top of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's life. Your life path is already built for you. The way is shown. The signboards are up. Turn here, you'll go there. Turn right, you'll go there. And you know these things. Don't come and tell me you don't know. If I were to do this job, I'll end up there. You know, you know these things. Oh, my dream job is there, but you know, I'd rather do that to stay safe. See, you know what? You'll stay safe there. But you never wanted to try. Mm. I think that is my pet peeve with a lot of people. Because I honestly, when I look at people, I see so much potential in people, no matter what you do. I just see potential there. But if you're going to be a dick, (laughs) and you just don't want to, you know, follow, it pains me that you have so much to give, but you just don't want to do it. And I don't really want to be surrounded by that energy.
0: So the follow up to my initial question, yeah. so I'm curious to know what is your relationship like with failure? Because mm. you, you talked about um, your, your your journey thus far. Since 16, being behind the scenes, trying to, to get into the industry for an entire year, you yeah. got kicked away, rejected, yeah. go to uni, got caught. So I'm just curious to know, what has your relationship been like with failure?
1: Failure? Yeah. If you fail, you are a failure. There's no way of putting it there. I know everybody goes, oh, failure is your best lesson. You know how they they, they, pack they, they it? They sugarcoat it. Yeah. yeah, don't. It is what it is. When you fail, you're a failure. How do you come out from that? Uh, but when you fail, nobody told you you cannot try again. You play games. Do you play games? You play comedy games? Yeah. When you die, do you restart? then why <laughs> you ask so much question? Really? It, it pisses me off. If, if, if you fail, people come to me like, I tried it once. But you play game, you die one time, you play you play 10 times. But you in life, you fail one time, you don't try again. Every day is a trial and error. Every day is a failure. Every day is a succession. I see it, right? And I... And I mean, till today, I get a role. Maybe this scene I failed. What could I have done better?
2: Mm.
1: This life, you're not gonna, you're never gonna have a perfect shot. You're gonna have a shot if you're gonna take it mm. and do it. If you fail, then you ask yourself, why did I fail? Did I not prepare enough? Did I not really learn my lines properly, or did I not what? And then, yeah, you see, you fail in those aspects. And my father told me this: um, if you plan to fail. if you fail to plan you plan to fail that's the line so how I deal with failure is I restart it like a game I want to do it I want to do it yeah I failed yeah but I want to do it that is it that's why I keep telling myself if I can't crack the can open this let's just say this beautiful if you can hear this can of beer if I can't crack it open does that mean I throw the can away No. no I'll find a plier. I'll find a screwdriver. I'll poke a hole in there because I want to have mm. what is in there. <laughs> I want it. Yep. I bought it. Yep. I want it. I yep. can't open it. Yep. Shit, the thing came out. What is this thing called? What is that a name to this thing? tab? Is that a tab? Yeah. Apparently it's a turn and then you put a straw in there and it holds it, apparently. But w- yeah, what? That's a life hack, apparently. Yeah. So you so you know these tabs? Yeah. You turn it the other way, right? So and then this hole is for you to put your straw in there so that it doesn't because you know when you have coke and you put a straw in it always bounces out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So same thing. Did you read it off BuzzFeed or something? No, it was uh um it was one of those memes on uh, <laughs> okay you no know, live hacks on Facebook. <laughs> okay. last time we you know Facebook old people uh, we yep. on Facebook. Yep. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, you know that's how I did failure. You restart it like a game. That's that's what I like to tell people. Put in the twenty cent coin to be continued. Why you know? why do you think
0: not a lot of people would see it that way? In fact, they might have an adverse reaction to failure. Failure in the 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 very definition of the word. Mm. Like they try yes. Some may have tried once and they uh they, they go away from it, or some may have tried maybe a year or two, but yeah. they realise, hey, maybe this is not for me. Why 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 do you think that is?
1: Because I mean, hate me for saying this. I'm I'm blunt in sometimes. Because it's the easy way out. It yeah. really is. I've been there. My mind's saying, Stop it lah, move on. Play another game. Right? I'm using a game as an analogy here. Yep. So play another game. Maybe you're better at that game. How do you make it work for you? We don't think about that. So, for example, uh, recently I dwelled into this game called Valorant. <laughs> it's like pop pop culture CS:GO. <laughs> I hate the game. I can't play the game. Yeah. So what did I do? My friends all play it. I want to play with them. I hate the game, but I want to play with them. So what do I do? I make it work for me. I start streaming. I'd be an absolute nut job in the game. You know, I'm making fun of the game. I'm making fun of myself. And people are watching my stream going, oh my God, he's so entertaining. It's nice to watch him lose. Mm. It's nice to watch him lose. Think about that for a while. People will always like to watch you lose. But what have I done? I turned my failure mm-hmm. into a work of art. Made jokes about it. Now I'm entertaining people. Mm-hmm. See, it works. It's always work. There's a way of working things around. If you're gonna try something for one year, two years, well, maybe your big break was in the third year. Fourth year. There have I mean because of I mean I'll throw back to my job. I hope it relates to your job, whoever's listening. There's been so many actors who've gone for auditions, famous people who've gone for auditions and never got the part, nearly committed suicide, and then now. He's Shazam. Oh, wow. He was supposed to be Guardians of the Galaxy. Chris Pratt stole the role. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he stole the role. <laughs> uh, yeah, Exactly Levi, right? Yes. He was on the verge of giving up. <laughs> but now he's Shazam. Because he tried again. You see, there are so many stories like this. So, I guess that's what differentiates us from the different sets of people that we have on Earth, lah.
0: What has helped you uh, pull through the, the days when you perhaps you get rejected for a role, perhaps things aren't going your way, circumstances are against you. What has pulled you through? What thought or mindset has pulled you through those times? Because dark times are always coming. Yeah.
1: Rejection is just right around the corner. So it's what not, has pulled through? Let me tell you, it's not right in the corner. It's in your face. <laughs> let me tell you the story. It's in your face. I I have shared, oh my goodness, this story is the kicker for me because Remember, I told you my first role was in Tangling. Mm-hmm. What did I tell myself? I can act, right? I can act. I can do it. I can. I can. I can. I can do it. And you study the script. You come with your notes. You come with your ideas. You come with this. Oh, I have so many things I want to do. And then, and then when you get on set, yeah, okay. I, I last time I, I, I break camera lah. <laughs> I, like, I know, I know, I know. You come on set. You start shaking like a motherfucker. You, your hands are shaking. your your testicles have gone up and become a cancer. You know, that kind of thing. (laughs) And you're you're, you're literally standing there dying. Like, am I doing it right? Am I acting? Is this acting? Or do I say the line like how you are saying it? What's going on? And then I was standing behind the monitor where Mm -hmm. the director looks and and the producer was next to him. She was looking at the monitor, the playback. They call it the playback. And I was standing right behind her. She looks at the monitor and she goes, wow, this guy cannot fucking act. And everybody's went, she didn't know I was standing behind her. My face was on the floor. My heart shattered in pieces at that very moment. I was hurt, hurt badly like Shit. What if I cannot act? Remember that line? Mm-hmm. Flash in my head. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, oh shit, is this is the part where I go back to becoming a crew. Mm-hmm. Every, like literally, you know, maybe when your life dies, you your life flashes in your face. That was happening there. What if I cannot act? Shit, yeah. Okay, then I have to go back and she just said that and then she turns and then she looks at me. No remorse, yeah? Just looks. And she turns back. I went home and I cried. Tear that away and I was like oh shit someone really thinks I can't I can't do this job so what do I do I went into mourning why because the old Kishan just died he died that cocky little bastard who Mm. wanted to act he he died then and there Mm. rebranded myself refurbished myself and I said every day is a learning journey you will learn every day if you know how to do the job you will learn. I don't want you to know how to do the job. I want you to learn how to do the job. Every day, learn how to do the job better. Now, learn. So what do I do? I lock myself in a room for two days. Literally. Because my next filming day was on a Monday or Tuesday.
0: So over the weekend. So over the yeah. weekend,
1: I locked my... My mom would come and check me and see if I'm alive. And I played The Breakfast Club, the movie, over and over again. Because my character in Tangling... Uh, my reference that I gave him was from The Breakfast Club. The lead. He was a rebel. And I watched it religiously. and re- How? Why? When? You know, the 5W1H. And then when I came back on Monday, my co-actors came up to me after I did a scene. It seems like, how did you do what you just did? What did they mean? I just did the scene. Mm. I didn't think I knew what my character needed to do. I knew my lines. I had it down and it was a flawless take. So it was transformative like, oh, just over the weekend. Over the weekend. But it was 48 hours of being in that room and grueling myself and on the verge of, of course, giving up. And I just kept telling myself, you're going to learn and you're going to do the job. Why? Because you know you can do the job. I've said it when I was young. I said, I can do it. Means I can do it. Like I said, if I wanted to open the can, (laughs) I will open the can. So that's what I did. I opened my can. That (laughs) is a, that
3: is, that that is a clippable
2: moment.
1: (laughs) Not for everybody. (laughs) 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 So that's what happened. And I will never forget this because that's I struggled. I was, you know, oh my God, I cannot do this. And then I did it. And then I, I now can act. Were you even aware of what you were doing at that point in time? No, I just knew I, it was just in me mm. to do it. That's all. Yeah. I, was I aware what I was doing, self-deprecating or whatever you want to you call it? Yep. I don't know. I just knew I had this drive. Yep. I just knew there's this is fire here. Yes, somebody said you cannot do it. You know what? I want to do it. Let's just do it. Let's just, let's just get in there. And, and Let me try again. See failure.
2: Mm.
1: Restart the game. So are you going to play the game the same way you played before when you died? Know what? Now you play the game, you're gonna do a different strategy. You're gonna build you're gonna have a different weapon in your arsenal. Yep. You're gonna have a different uniform, you know, different attributes, different that's what happened here. Same thing. I put in my 20 cent coin to be continued, build a new arsenal, got my new weapon, went out there, and I won the game. That's how I did it. I think even the 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 framework of looking
0: at uh life in general as a game, I find particularly interesting. Um I'm curious to know. Um how did you discover that? Was it through someone speaking to you and a light bulb moment just hit you? Or did you just come to that train of thought and, and, and the frame of mind like naturally? Because you said you you play games. Hmm. And just one day, one plus one, it, the things just clicked together. And you're like, huh,
1: interesting. Well, that's what Kishan is known for. Like bullshit. So <laughs> he sits down there and he comes up with all this jack shit. And somehow or other, they make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I put two and two together. Yeah. I I I like to call myself a comedian, like I think I'm funny. Mm-hmm. I think I'm funny. Mm-hmm. But I'm not that funny. Uh I just I make fun of situational I I make fun of situational stuff. So in the moment, like you can say something and then oh shit, that's my setup and I'll come in with yep. a punchline. So when I was playing a game, mm-hmm. I said, well I mean this not really like life. I'll shoot me down. Then I come back again. Shoot me down, <laughs> come back again. Then I'm like, hey Life is like hell the other day she told me I still go back on then I was like oh okay two and two that's how I do my things I just oh it just looks like that I was like okay there you go it's easy for people to understand if they ever ask me this question and I just saw it like that that's that's what it just clicked you know I had a friend told me this I thought she was crazy but she said oh you you know you already program ready. This is what you're going to do in your mind some alien shit. And I was like, <laughs> and then then I was like, huh, you're nuts. And then she's like, yeah, I know all this thought process that you have. It's all predetermined. And then sometimes when I sit down and I come up with shit, and then I'll think to myself, how the heck did I come up with that? Is that alien in my head? So it's like just idea parasites gestating in your head. Yeah? yeah. Okay. Where is this coming from? Like, Why? behind you right now. Who yeah. <laughs> <Do> is that? <laughs> Maybe some fucker is sitting up there with a controller going, Kishan saying this, like the fucking sims. Like yeah. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> and he's like, who knows? Ask commission, but who knows? <laughs> I don't know. It just, it's just there. Mm. Where does it come from? Who knows? Maybe I'm crazy. Like, who knows? But Who knows? You need to do, you need to be a little crazy to do my job. You need to have the biggest set of balls to do my job. You need to have the thickest of skins to do my job. You need... To put judgment aside to do my job. So there's a lot of things I gave up to do my job. Sacrifices. A lot. And it pains me a lot when I look back at those sacrifices. Because I could have been an entirely different person. Mm -hmm. But am I happy and comfortable now? Yes. It's a big yes. But ultimately you trudge along. You trudge forward. Yes. You always move forward. You never go back. You want to go back and do what? See Danny Yes yeah. Yes I would love to do that They would also love to see you Yeah I would you? love yeah. Eat me <laughs> Cancer Do one Aids Do one Coronavirus Do one I want a T-Rex To eat my ass I <laughs> would love that Eat me Death By T-Rex Death, death by T-Rex Yeah <laughs> Yes Eat me That's how I will go out in life An animal maybe eating me That's my retirement plan actually mm. Once I give up I mean, I, Maybe i 75 that that's like a campaign right there. Yeah, 75. <laughs> yeah, I just did my CPF. <laughs> I just did a CPF campaign, and they're like, "What's your retirement plan?" Once I was like, "Once I collect my money, eventually, every month, by the time I die, <laughs> I'll be a wildlife videographer sitting in Africa filming an animal, while you give me my money painstakingly <laughs> every month." <laughs>
0: I can see which parts are
1: the scripted and
0: unscripted ones. Yes.
1: <laughs> CPF. Also translated as take very long uh, to get your money. So I'm curious to
0: know, yeah. Um, you spoke about briefly uh, that you locked yourself up in that room mm. while you were preparing for the roles mm. and I believe and perhaps that the, the process has changed along the years If you have uh, been in the industry for a bit. So I'm just curious to know how do you prepare for roles and has that process
1: changed? No. Okay. Ever since I left that room, the process has been the same. Could you elaborate on that? Um, Yeah, so ever since I left that room, I have never changed my process. Uh, Yes, I've stolen some traits here and there, but the process is first, build a Spotify playlist of music. Interesting. Music shapes my life. Music is a big part of my life. I listen to music from all around the world. Music shapes my energy. I can be so energetic now, you put an Adele on me, I'll be a depressed fuck. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. You play Stringer's List for me, I'll literally have depression. Mm. So, when I was watching and preparing for that role in Tangling, um, you know, the Breakfast Club was the big thing. So, all the rebel music you're talking about, mm. you know, should I should I stay or should I go? It's a coming-of-age you know? film, yeah? Yes. And then, you know, I built a playlist and asked myself. So, at, at that time, my the character's name was Julius. What would Julius listen to? Mm. What's his energy like in this in this playlist? You know what 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 songs would he listen to? Um, you know would he this screamer stuff? You know, fuck what Kishan wants to listen to. Kishan wants to listen to music soundtracks all the time, La, mm-hmm. But What would Julius want to listen to? I build that now. I'm listening to this, and then the energy just gets created, right? I'm in this world now. I'm listening to all this banger music, and I'm like, okay, okay, this is what rebel feels like. Great. And then I read the script. And then now I'll know how to say those words like a rebel. And then you formulate that, and then you walk out of the room. You try your mum; <laughs> she hates it. I mean, Julia hated his father, hated his cousin, uh, and then I just channeled that, and I was like, you know, I was just throwing tantrums at my dad.
0: And, yeah. uh, are they aware that you're you're trying to portray a character in a no way? But they, <laughs> they thought I was a bit crazy because
1: uh, my dad doesn't live with us, you know, yeah. divorced parents. Yeah. But you know, he would call me and like, "Yeah, what do you want?" And he's like, "Why are you talking to me like that?" No, nothing. You know, he hated his father. So I, I tried that mm. and I would hear his reaction. And then, of course, once the whole thing that I explained to him what was happening. He was like, <laughs> okay, I really thought you were being a dick for no reason. I was like, no, 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 no. I'm just, <laughs> I wanted to do that. <laughs> so that's the process playlist first, go through the script, find a movie reference, steal some trades, come back, and then go on set as Julius. So a lot of people actually tell me, it's like you're not even acting. Or they would tell me, is like just Kishan being Kishan on the set. But then when they watch the actual show, you would actually see nuances of me dead and you would see the character come alive. Uh, I believe that. I would like to believe that if other people have seen my acting and they go, I'm shit, please let me know. Actually, don't tell me. That. <laughs> uh, let me just leave my bubble right now. <laughs> uh, but, and I believe that. There's a lot to learn. You know, I've seen great actors People like Thomas Pang, Andrew Marco, uh these two guys, extremely underrated. I don't know. Thomas Pang, I don't know where he is in the world right now. And I, I had the pleasure of working with him. He would come on set an hour early to warm up. You know, he does his exercises and whatnot. And when he delivers, he delivers, he's there. So you know you steal some of those things. And then you build. So every character I've done, I have a playlist on my Spotify playlist. Mm just to build that world. Um, So when I did Chloe uh, two years ago, my favorite film uh, today because it was my first serious role in the industry. Nobody gave me a serious role. This director's like, why don't you try this? But When I read the script, I knew the role was actually written for Thomas Punk. No, you can tell because, you know, like when I used to do casting for a very small period of time, you can tell who fits in a role and you can tell about a script. So Mm -hmm. when I read the script, I was like, shit, you know who will pull this off? Thomas Mm Pung. It's fantastic role. It's dark. He's this disgruntled journalist who hates his job. Keishan loves his job. (laughs) He's so energetic. How is he going to kill himself to play this role? Mm -hmm. And then when I got the part, because I spent another four days in the room and he's a chain smoker and Mm. I don't smoke at this point. I hate smoking. (laughs) (laughs) And then I started smoking and living with the smoke in the room. I had an ashtray and I, you know, made the room dirty and because he's just this disgruntled journalist Mm. in today's world who doesn't like um, all the articles online, you know, you know know how mothership always like, oh, otters in the park, so cute. He hates these things. He wants factual entertainment. He wants factual lifestyle shit. Yep. And he's like, oh no, um, so this happened, and here's all the facts, yep. and he wants but so he, so he's dead at his job and he has his beard, and he's like, you know, he doesn't take care of himself. And I did that to myself after I got the part. I wore his kind of clothes every day. I and I like my room neat. My room was a mess for <laughs> three months. <laughs> it wow. smelled clothes everywhere I think one day my mom was so scared that I was suicidal she cleaned the room she's, she's like no I can't let me I said no and I pulled everything down I'm gonna live like this Yeah. because it annoyed the shit out of me in the morning I can't even walk out of the room it's so much mess you know but that annoyance was brought to set mm. and it's so funny because everybody on that set worked with me on comedies before and they would see me like "Hey, <laughs> I had no flinch and after the first day Nobody spoke to me and said, that's how, how it was. That's how it was for me. So I like dwelling. I want to experiment. I want to, that's the job, right? Being somebody you are not. Yeah. So make full use of that yep. and then learn how to be somebody else. Yep. And then now I'm studying human traits as a side hobby. <laughs> Why do people flinch? Mm, when the micro village? expressions and yes, stuff yes, like yes. that uh, what ticks them off you know some small hand mm. ticks sometimes some people nose flare some people hear why they walk like that why they talk like that why, why some people stare at you when they drink you know these small things I want to build into my character so I'm learning see mm. every day is a learning I want, learn, I want to learn I want to learn every experience and then I went from depressed disgruntled journalist to a gay salon manager. So that mm. transition. <laughs> wow. That's very far. Yes. So I just, I just, I just played. It. It's called the cutting edge. Uh, you know, he's, he's flamboyant. He's, yeah. he's coming out like this. Hello. Uh, yeah. but of course, Singapore, right? So I went in all, hello. Hi. How are you? And then, you know, I'm a salon manager. I'm going to do this. And I made a like, Can we dial down on the gay? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, Less gay. But gay. You know, I was like, what does that even mean? What does that mean? If I feel like my character is going to be gay, he's going to be fucking gay. Mm. I want him to be gay. Flamboyant. You know, yeah. I want him, I want him to be a, because he's the show. He's, he's a narrator. He's a showpiece. He walk in. Not maybe not like a RuPaul Drag Race kind of thing, but you know, he's he's, he's there. Then I said, okay, don't fight the system. I know what you mean by let's gay. Let me give you Singaporean gay. So this current character had to build three stages of life for him. When he's at home, with his best friend, mm. gay as fuck. <laughs> when he's in the office, mm-hmm. he's pulled back because he's got customers. Mm. You know, he's slightly in the closet. When he's at an event, he's straight as fuck. Because you can't tell at the event because you, you don't know who these people mm. are. Will they judge you? Mm. Will they will they call you out? Yep. So I've seen media people who are actually, I mean, you look at them, you know they're gay. La, but you don't say these kind of things, right? Yeah. <laughs> you don't go at an the event, hey, gay! <laughs> no, I. Hey John We know (laughs) We know Stop it Someone did that to me At an event Oh god We know Stop it And I was like Actually that's funny Let me write that down Mm -hmm. And I wrote that down I don't take things To heart Mm. I love jokes I love when people Make fun of me because I make fun, I'm, I I will, I will roast you yep. alive. And I've done it, I've done it at parties. People are like, hey, I'll put it in there. I say, you ready? <laughs> you ready? You'll bring the fire. You're so rich, <laughs> but can you at least look like you live here? Please, can, you know? You already look so ugly. <laughs> Honestly, my $10 bill looks better than you. But you live in a bungalow. I look like I live here. Have some class. And then, you know, and then you roast these people alive. <laughs> and they love it. So, what's I getting at again? Yes. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, so that was... The, the, and then, you know, so you build three stages and then you just build like You know, then, then I showed... I hope people caught the nuances of Closet, Singaporean, Gay. So, going back to the
0: question, I'm fascinated with actors and the more I look into them, the more I research them as to how they prepare for the roles mm. and how they really embody the role going through like like what you mentioned, like yes. living the lifestyle of this, I won't say like a fantasy character, but if you know enough people, you can see traits of this particular character in the script or in the plot in people that you know. So I'm just curious to know, where does the role end and Kishan begin? Or does Kishan not exist at all in the role? Because ultimately acting, you as an individual, as Kishan, you have to portray uh, the the, the traits and ideas and the thought process of this uh, character that doesn't quote
1: unquote exist. Yeah. Yeah. It it depends. Um, I think what my acting coach uh, told me there are times when you do A great work, B great work, C great work. Can we don't understand? So what, what those C great work is when you put in you're you. That's the personality you are. That's what people love about you. So that's the base. The base. State. Okay. You show up and you have a good time. B great work. Now you're starting to act. Now you're starting to build mm. something. But it's still genuinely you. And then you're going to A grade work. You're completely closed off. You are unrecognizable and you're doing the dream work of being somebody else It's you're talking about people like you know who does A work Daniel Day-Lewis what about him he's only done 10 films I think only 10 films and each time everybody just says we don't know who we hired but the actual characters we don't know where Daniel Day-Lewis is but the character is on set so when he did Abraham Lincoln mm-hmm. I think Stevens people said it was like Abraham Lincoln was in the room wow and I, when I heard that, when he said that, what can I do to achieve that? I want to achieve that. I, w- I, want, I want somebody to say, shit, there wasn't Keisha in the room. But I cannot deny that I, I have quite a show-stopping personality. When I walk into the room, people know. La. A lot of people go, shit, he's here. <laughs> in a good way, I hope. <laughs> no, in a bad way, because you're like, oh, he's going to steal the thunder. And I've heard, th- I've heard this. I've heard this before. Someone came in to me like, why are you here? You know, you- you're really going to steal my vibe. And I was like. It's a very strange thing to say to Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I mean, that's your problem, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. it? Means you're not, you know, you're not, you're not out there. Sorry, uh, I'll just do what you were supposed to do. Uh, but 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 that A grade work, as you mentioned,
0: is something to aspire to. That yes, Kishan disappears, and yes.
1: only the character remains. Yes, I want, I want, I haven't reached there, yet. But I would love to reach there someday. But I do like to hone in on my personality. I do like this version of me that is charming and eloquent, and uh, and. Rather witty, I think, uh, and quite the people person la I would say Kishan's for the people. One of the versions. <laughs> he has many versions. Uh, today's version is serious, sit down podcast Kishan. Yep. And then you have the show-stopping Kishan. Then you have the annoying Kishan. You got the child Kishan. You yep. got the mom. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're, you're, you know you, that's that <laughs> Kishan, and then there's many. There's many Kishans because it's life. You're always. Code switching here, there. Yep. Who you really are, what you really are. Don't fucking ask me that question. Yeah. That's the job.
0: So what? 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 Cushion appears on your TikToks?
1: Oh, the 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 mother fearing, mother loving, dick. <laughs> like,
3: just, just <laughs>
1: I'm making I'm making fun of my mom twenty four seven. Now everybody's like, oh, you bully your mom. You bullying your mom. You gave your mom a pack of condoms. You're so funny. You, yeah, what y'all don't see is my mother does the same thing to me, okay? Just that it's not filmed. <laughs> she doesn't film it. She just does it to me. Yeah. She's so sarcastic at home and I love it. I think most of my humour comes from her. You probably got it from her, yeah. yeah and you know, she, and and um, what did she say to me? So when I got my PS5 for the first time, uh, oh. uh, uh, yeah, yep. and then and then I'm setting it up, she's like, why? I said, what do you mean? Why, why do this you to yourself? My son's a loser, you always lose at every game you play. Save la, like at least save electricity like. la. <laughs> try to win it. And she's like, try to win at that. <laughs> and I was like, I wish this was filmed, I'm dying I'm dying in the inside, you know. And and this is how we speak to each other. So like my mom was was looking at the at the fish tank and then she's like, I think this fish is pregnant. I look at her, why she told you are? <laughs> She texts you, eh? She told you, "Oh, look at my baby, but my water broke." Well, oh, the fish, bro. you can speak fish now. And she's like, "You're an asshole, okay?" This is, you don't speak to your mom like that. But that's funny. Like, yeah. So this is this is what it is. And then my mom would come home and then she see my friends in house. It's five thirty. Mom is very thirsty. And I was like "Okay." And your friends drink? I said, like, "No, they don't drink." Why are they still here? That's my mom. She's sassy. Yeah. She's sarcastic, but she means well. Yeah. <laughs> And you know, that's, and that's not filmed, mm. but I'm filming my TikToks because yeah. I'm getting back at her yeah. and I'm just, I'm just making views out of it. And I'm like, you know what? I was just about to say, you gave hers to me and now it's my turn to, actually, actually I owe her everything. <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah. Cause I was going to say it's my turn, bitch, but it's more like, I owe you everything. Yeah. And that's how much I love her. That's how close we are. We're friends, you know. I had enough of people calling her my wife, huh? my girlfriend. Uh, that's why I keep telling my mum, please, our neighbour wears an auntie 90. She's younger than you. But can you please look like a mum?
3: Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're honestly ruining my vibe. <laughs> the minister came down was like, oh, you must be Mrs. Kishan. I was like, fucking bastard, <laughs> you. <Yeah. laughs> Do I fucking look 57? Was it, was it an honest mistake? I don't know because he <laughs> met me first at the yes. door and then my mother like, hi, and then she's like, oh, you must be Mrs. Keisha and I was like, what do you mean you must be? What the heck? She is 57 and I'm saying, mom, I know you hate this but you are 57. <laughs> is Singapore 57, right? Singapore, yeah, she's the same as Singapore. So, I was like, how, de- what do you, s- what the hell? So, yeah, so all this is payback.
0: <laughs> so, You've been in the industry and the business for quite some time.
1: Uh, Five years.
0: Acting yes, a little bit over half a decade, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious to know, what do you unconsciously notice when you look at others performing, acting, hosting, and what do you pick up? Mm-hmm. Like, over the years, like, what do you notice? I feel... As you notice about how other actors do their thing yeah because you know how the sausage is made you yeah. go through the the, the the embodiment of the characters you look at the script mm. you were behind the scenes and you know how that process so yeah. I am certain that uh, as a creative you will unconsciously pick up different things or maybe someone did something mm. oh well, that's interesting okay mm. so
1: what do you unconsciously have have picked up in your tool yeah toolkit I like how you brought up you know how the sausage is made you see now now I've I've come up with something I've come up with a brand new bullshit for you
0: yeah I, I just tossed it up for you to, yeah, to yeah. dunk actually here. yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah. well done you see now now I have yes I know how the sausage is made
2: mm-hmm.
1: but not every sausage tastes the same <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep
1: yeah yep y- you you know the donut from this store has rainbow sprinkles on it but how come the donut and, that's also got rainbow sprinkles but it doesn't taste as good
2: mm-hmm.
1: how come the one over there tastes so good better than yours food right that's that's the best analogy every stall can make chicken rice but how come you keep going to that famous one mm. how can you keep going you, you tell me that's the famous one but then you go all the way to, to UT and then you want to have that one you see that's the thing about the same thing with creatives there are many artists why do you like his painting about his painting why does he think his painting is lousier than his painting mm. it's always like that it's all subjective Oh subjective and as a as a food owner maybe you know you what do you want to do What do, what would you do you go I, w- I want to try your chicken rice and I want to know why it works. So you watch and you see and you learn. Okay, that works for you. That doesn't work for me. Mm. I like my chicken rice without cucumber. I hate cucumber, by the way. It's a fact. Mm. I think it's smelly <laughs> and local. Uh, but he likes cucumber mm-hmm. and he's making it work. Maybe I can try cucumber for once. Have you? No. Okay. I hate it. Okay. <laughs> but that's the analogy. Yes, yeah, an analogy. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say here? Yep. So that is it. So, you know, you take traits. Oh, he served it in a in a silver platter. Oh, maybe I tried gold. Maybe I up you lah. Know, maybe I tried titanium. Let's see. Is, is that, that's the beauty about creatives, right? It's a com- see for creatives, see for competition. Yep. That, that constant competition. Yep. But see, is also collaboration. hmm Right. And then don't fight him. Work with him. Now, he's your co-star. Let's just say he's your co-star. He has a different way of attacking. How do you you deal with that? How do your partner up? How do you make it work? He needs to stick to the lines. I hate sticking to the lines. Mm. How did that work? He can't catch his cue if I don't stick to my lines. How do you make that work? Okay, I'll stick to none of my lines. I'll do three quarter, none of them. And then for the last word, I'll say it for you. Following the script so that you can catch it and you bump into the line. Mm -hmm. It's a dance. Yep. There's no fight here. Yep. There's no, yes, there's competition. Of course, it's a daily competition. Why? You have to audition. Yep. You could be fit for the role. 10 people auditioning. It's a fight. Yeah. 10 people could be fit for the role. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what makes you, what makes you stand out? Yes, maybe you did a be- better audition. Shit, you're more expensive.
2: Mm.
1: Let's go with the second best one. Yep. It's There's so it's many so factors. yeah. Oh, that's a very soft burp. That's yeah. terrible. I was expecting what? louder, actually. Yeah, never mind. That's, <laughs> that's just one soft one for you. Uh, but, you know, that, it, it is what it is. You know, you have a price. You you say things, you niggle, you you want the role, you don't want the role. But that, that's life of a creative here.
0: So it's kind of like a balance between being very precious with it, but at the same time being not as precious with it because yeah. you cannot get the role after all.
1: It's a give and take. So when you watch other people work, you take your notes, right? You watch Meryl Streep work. Who doesn't want to act like Meryl Streep? I want to act like that woman. I want to act like Viola Davis. And I'm always naming female actresses. I think female actresses are the key to acting the way they build emotion, the way they walk, the way they talk, the way they transform. Men are so caught up in our head and our ego and our branding and our personality. We always want to be, you know, mm. the star of the show. And then, you know, so uh, nowadays we have a lot of personality actors. Like uh, Chris Pratt, personality actor. Mm. I've not really seen him. Mm. Wonderful, right? I mean, I would love to be in like Chris Pratt's role. You know, he's, 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 he's a mega superstar now, but he's been Chris Pratt in most of the movies. The Rock. Mm. It's The Rock. Personally actors. interesting. They're them. The Rock is The Rock. The Rock. Please, la. The Rock is The Rock. <laughs> yeah. He loves action adventure movies because that's yeah. why he's good at Yeah. Have you seen him do anything else? Not yet, maybe. He's going to mm. play the villain in Black Adam. That'd be cool to That'd watch. That'd be interesting, yeah. You see? But it's still The Rock. That's why we The Rock in Black Adam. Yes. <laughs> but you see, he's our top. He's our top actor here. Mm. Big star. So what is there to learn from him? His dedication, his discipline, his version of the craft. How is he making his personality work for him? You see, there's always something to learn. Then sit down here and go, ah, how come you do that? I do the same thing. I cannot be there. Don't waste time on all that. You sit, you learn. That's why I keep saying, every day you're learning. It's a learning journey. Yes. Yeah. So you don't fight with these people. You learn. Oh, you did that. Okay, let me see how I can adapt that and then make it work for me. So now I show up like kitchen you know then you, you build that then you build this branding you know, and you be one kitchen why is that so mm. cuz you build it you learn so it's a learning journey it's a dance between people uh it's that tango of of you're going to swirl that way okay i'm going to swirl this way we're going to meet in the center
0: yeah even though you might not have planned that but since because he led with that, you have to adapt and flow together. Yes. Because everything we've said so far, yes, you going to the room and boarding the Spotify base. That's all individual, but yeah. ultimately you're acting. Yeah. It's a crew. Yeah. You have cast. You have to play off each other all
1: the timing. He if he forget the script, he forget the line. Then you have to do something. Yeah. How did you come in there? And then you know you have your playground because the cameraman tells you, okay, this is your angle. You're gonna play in there. And then what can you do in here? And then you work with the art department. Okay, I have some props. I can do that. And then you got a script. I can say this. And then you got a lighting guy. Okay, if I move this way, I'll catch. The lighting this way therefore my face will be illuminated on screen but then when I talk to you I'm to turn this way because you know camera favouring here I can go on and, on and on and on and on that's the dance it's a beautiful <laughs> song that's why I love songs
0: going back to what you said about um, having uh, mm. a music playlist yeah. I'm, I'm curious to know what is the the special appeal or the traits that music have that has such a core uh, position when you are preparing for a role, in a sense, it's 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 it seems like though music has a very uh special uh almost ritualistic uh place in, mm. in your heart when you are preparing for your roles and stuff like that. what what is that trait? Are you able to to quantify it?
1: I know the trauma behind it. I wouldn't say quantify, but i say uh, maybe trauma is quite a big word, but it is the trauma of it of of being suppressed. Um, the trauma of being suppressed from being who you actually are. And unfortunately, I blame my parents for this. So when I was younger, I was very energetic, extremely energetic. And I, I think I saw like a therapist or am sure like mm. that because my parents made me go and do it. My mom's an educator. She deals with special needs kids. So she knows these kind of traits, mm. right? I mean, wonderful woman great at the craft she saw something in her kid and she said you know what I need to control this and the way to control me at that time was to every morning once I'm ready to school I would spend at least 30 minutes sitting down with headphones in my ear listening to Beethoven to calm me the fuck down interesting so they would play classical music to calm me down Mm. and I would walk out of the house calm Mm. where did the energy go? Why did this piece of music calm me down? So ever since then, I've been listening to music to rule my energy. Now you hear that now. I hope you can hear that. You see that rumbling? I'm yeah. getting fired up because it's it's mm-hmm. a great beat, you know. It's like, there's that. that And I'm getting energetic by that. See, all these things around you, just, mm. it builds your emotion. It's like sensory. Yeah. So Beethoven, classical music calm me down. So now if I listen to Beethoven and I had this chat with you, I think I'll be even calmer. Mm -hmm. I'll be like, hi, yeah, we we can talk like that. Sometimes I go to an event and I play fucking rock and roll because you know, I want that energy. I want to, I want to, I want to walk into that event. And then I walk out going, okay, let's play some Adele. Let's wind down. I love Adele. So that's, I I think, and I would bet my money, that was when it started. Because of what they did to me. With the headphones and the and the music. So now I need music to build my energy. You know. Maybe if I listen to some Louis Primer or Dean Martin on the way here. I mean crazier. Mm. You know, more energetic. You know, loud. And yeah. It depends. It really depends on the mood and the vibes. But I, I really think that trauma of um, toning me down yep. was the key factor to why I need music in my daily life but I also heard another side of the story which was oh Kishan's always having music on because he's afraid of his own thoughts mm. you know so it's like yeah because like I tell you you know it's, it's constant in here it's constant in the mind something's telling me to say these things something's telling me to say this joke something's telling me um, you know actually if you say this now it's funny uh, that's psycho- inner self yeah, yeah you're psychoanalyzing people you know, I'm constantly, I'm observing everything. Mm. And it's, it's just constant words. Once I play music, I get lost in the music. I'm not here anymore. I disappear. Yeah. Which is a good escape for me. It's not, I'm not worried about my thoughts. Yes, sometimes it goes to a dark place. Yep. I'm not worried about it. It just drains me to be in there. Mm. So when I need to turn it on, then I turn it on. And I know what kind of music to play to mile that. Mm, like mm, lo-fi beats, you know. And then it miles, it miles but I can concentrate on the thoughts. Mm. Yeah, music. It's almost like a form of meditation
0: because Ooh. that is kind of like the goal, like to get out of the the physical encasement, which is the body. Yes. Yeah, because the body has the mind. The mind has a amalgamation of thoughts, yes. voices and everything. Yes, yes, and yes, yes. that's really the point of meditation. Mm-hmm. It sounds as though, as I say, it's, it is almost ritualistic. Mm. If you're preparing for something, you're preparing to go out. Mm-hmm. You, want to, you want a, a certain... It's like a cause and effect thing. You want to wind down, you listen to a particular thing. You want to, perhaps you are going to a party, as you mentioned, you, yeah. you listen to a certain thing.
1: Exactly that. You know, when I do shows, if I'm coming out on stage, I, I would love to be more on stage, actually. It's, it's a dream of mine. Next year onwards, I would love to be on stage. But the one, two times that I was on stage or one, two times when I'm going to do the scene, I listen to like fanfare. Like, you know, this classic... Um, Johnny Carson Tonight Show no. fanfare with Interesting. the yeah. I love Johnny Carson. Yeah, and then he wa- and then he walks out. Oh my god, my phone's flaring up. Okay, no mind, And then and then you walk out the trumpet, and he like, yes, show time. you walk out now. Save my own introduction in my head, ladies and gentlemen. Kishan and I walk out, mm-hmm. and then the whole drama comes in, and then I perform. Same thing when I do in life, I guess. But this is what I like, lah.
0: How do you contextualize the, the role as a host and as an actor? Do you see them as separate or are they one in the same? Or do you just play a different character as a host? Because you, you mentioned initially right from the very beginning, like you're a host, you're an actor and sheepishly you're a comedian. So these are three, at least to me, because I don't know how the subject is made. So yeah. I only, I only view the final content. Yeah. So I'm just curious to know, um, do you, uh, categorize these three different roles uh, in, in their own separate categories meaning as a comedian there are certain traits there are certain uh, personalities that you embody
1: I think in my case life's an act it's a constant act you know you do whatever you're doing I'm just acting mm. Um, my true friends know who I truly am mm. my family knows who I truly am they've seen it they've seen the version of Kishan that actually nobody in my public life will get to see mm. um,
0: that's important
1: yeah and that's what I hold dirty in my life you know I'm already life is so public so whatever I can keep exactly. private I keep private uh, of course if my prior parts got leaked online <laughs> um, you just had to go there right yeah, because
0: of private you really yeah, just had, had to just go had there, there. So
1: if my private parts ever got leaked online rated I would just say did you enjoy them <laughs> I mean you're never going to get them. <laughs> thank you for enjoying the view. Maybe I'll start an OnlyFans page. Yeah. <laughs> after this. Monetize it. <laughs> yeah. But, so whoever leaked it out, fuck you, but <laughs> you just opened up a whole different ball game for me. Porn is a <laughs> great money maker here. So thank you for that. But I would say did you enjoy? It? Of course if you're planning to put out my shit, please don't. Uh but but if you're going to do it, just just know I will thank you in my speech. Uh, as well but <laughs> lives and act when I host lives and act because you see when you host who are you really exactly. what is your actual voice <laughs> what do you sound like what I'm talking to you today what you're recording today is how I actually sound this is me <laughs> talking to you because I'm comfortable enough with you to give you me when I'm on stage you you know you, you're you hosting like I hosted chingay ladies and gentlemen here's our prime minister of Singapore Mr Lisa long mm. it's a difference. I, don't, I
2: don't
1: I don't speak like that but why do you do it because there's a sense of formality there there's a sense of respect for him there's a sense of respect for the venue mm. there's
0: for the event even yeah, yeah.
1: and then people are like but this is your true voice yeah my true voice I'm not very articulate I mumble here and there I I, I squeeze my words sometimes but when I go into that version of kitchen. Ladies and gentlemen, you're gonna hear the words, and that's very important for these events. Yeah, and then you're hosting rather funnier events, you yep. know, maybe no night, more casual. Night. Yeah. Then I'm talking like that, like You know, like, <laughs> hey, brother, <laughs> hey, sitting there, the corner there, right? Come here, come here, come here. Don't talk somebody. <laughs> hey, hi, hi, welcome to the event. Yep. Uh, everybody's gonna get roasted tonight. Is that Paul Foster? Here's a bunch of plastic. Pick it up. You know that kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> Football. Yeah. Every time I see plastic, <laughs> I think of him. Yeah. Not because he's plastic, but you know, it's just plastic. <laughs> uh but yeah. football. Uh but yeah, so so you so you 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 bring it out, you change it up and you you work it up, so life's an act.
2: Mm.
1: Normal people act. People who are not actors also act. Unconsciously. Unconsciously, yeah. It's called code switching. Yep. Right? Yep. You your friend go overseas four months, suddenly come back Australian accent. Hello. <laughs> Acting impersonation <laughs> yep she's trying to fit in yep so what do you do when you fit in you build this character for yourself yeah acting you meet the auntie you don't like at a wedding or whatever you're going to change it know and you're going to be like yeah you know i'm getting married <laughs> you know i'm i'm not gay you know i've seen that happen i'm like mm-hmm. why are you doing that is be you and then when i say that and like be you and then i think to myself the pot is calling the kettle black
2: mm.
1: i can never tell somebody to be yo. Because I'm not me. I'm always trying to be somebody else. I'm trying to, you know, yep. be the living son that I am to my yep. mom. And, and then I got to go, you know, everybody has this conception that, oh, he is funny all the time. He's going to say some shit. He is fucking annoying. I forgot that before. Yes, I am. At times. At times. I and we're not, I'm a bitch also. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a crude, <laughs> cussing, sarcastic, eloquent bitch. <laughs> eloquent, yeah. Alicorn bitch is the word. Yeah, hate me or love me. Kick me, kite me. Do what you want with me. They don't really care about us. It's Michael Jackson.
0: <laughs> yeah, right yeah I was just going to say. Yeah.
1: Actually, actually.
0: was <laughs> 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 a brilliant segue, by the
1: way. <laughs> right? I wrote that actually in an essay once. <laughs> and then the remarks was like, please don't write me Michael Jackson. So it's like, shit. <laughs> so they don't really care. Nobody yeah. cares about what you are. Uh. Yes, how you are in the moment. That's a very
0: interesting take on the question because the idea of being yourself—it's mm. kind of like thrown around as a platitude. Like being yourself, you should be, just be yourself. Really, the whole phrase of just being yourself. But really, I think this—the essence of the question—being yourself. Who yeah. is yourself? It's kind of like one of the top three questions that the people uh, encounter in life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You see, it's 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 not what you are; it's how you are. Who are you with? What is the scenario? Um, people will like you, people will hate you. Mm. It's up to them. You can't control shit. But as much as you know, I make fun of people or I, I I I I say something stupid, here's what happens. I'll do my very best not to cross the line. I owe you I owe that to you. How you I, I don't mess with your feelings. You You can test my patience, but you can never test my passion. That is a line that I live by. And how does that bring back to what I'm saying? My my tolerance for, you know, stupid things or whatever is 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 really very big. (laughs) I can tolerate because I do a lot of stupid things as well. But would I hurt your feelings? Never. I'm nice. I will be nice to you. You deserve that. You will deserve no matter who you are, you deserve my hundred percent niceties and I'll be nice to you cross that 100% I wouldn't say anything to you I'll just cut you out of my life we don't need we don't even need to get into a fist fight I hate you know using my hands I've never used my hands <laughs> I've never punched anybody in my life I've punched myself but I've never punched anybody in my life and I don't want to do that so I just move away that's what I do so it's how you are in a scenario if you, if you want to be a dick that day you have every 100% the right to be a dick but the rest of us have the 100% right to tell you you're yep. a dick it's how you want to be in this situation. How you want to be there. How you, and then acting again. How so? How you want to be here versus how you were there at the event. Ah, uh, okay. Have you seen friends? Have you not? I'm sure you've seen friends when they're with you mm-hmm. and then when they're at an event, mm-hmm. they're
2: totally different. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
1: Acting. I just said acting. I said, hey, that's a good role. Bitch. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're going for that's how that's how I would say it yeah I said wow today you look like a 90s slut lah with the leopard pants and all that nice and then you look at the guy great suit purple shoes mm. <laughs> <laughs> great suit man I mean you look better from up here <laughs> you know then people are like Kishan. honestly you're not even in the my view <laughs> and then, you know, I love these moments yep. and I'm like yeah how are you and then we, we have become good friends yep I like that. Of course, I've stepped on toes. Yep. Of course, I've said jokes and people hate me for it. Of course, I've offended people. Of course, I've said things and hurt people. Yes, I have. I will never deny that. All I can do is offer my apology and my right hand to be more sensitive towards you. If you take my hand, I will build a better friendship with you. If you don't take my hand, I understand. We move on. Because What are you going to do? What are you going to do? One can is bad. Buy another nine cans.
0: That's true.
1: Yeah. Just because one person hates you, the world doesn't stop. You die today. The world will carry Come, on. The world will carry on. <laughs> Nobody cares. You know? That's what I say. That's what I live by. Yeah.
0: So there's a sudden sense of
1: nihilism there. But mm. ultimately, you move forward. You always move forward. You never go behind. Why go behind? Is there something to learn from there? Yes. Your past is never in the back. It's with you.
2: Mm.
1: It shapes you. Technically,
0: it sh- it's the present.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It sh- it has shaped you. It's shaping you. Your past, I don't know why they call it the past, because whatever has happened is still living with you. It's Maybe on loop. <laughs> it's living through you yep. that childhood trauma that yep. childhood happiness uh, the beautiful moments the bad moments mm. it's all with you it's mm. a memory mm. it's there it will shape your life you had a good memory about something you're going to go back to it. you have a bad memory you're going to have trauma mm. that's life it's
0: one and the same actually one in the
1: same you li- that's why people in, 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 as cliche as this sounds live in the now it's a very true statement mm-hmm. live in the now I've seen a lot of quotes Posters, like, bullshit. <laughs> it's very inspiring. <laughs> yeah. A lot so, of bullshit.
0: <laughs> so, in 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 talking about your creative process, mm-hmm. um, I've spoken to a lot of creatives on the podcast, yeah. um, from artists to mm-hmm. musicians, and there's always like a segmenting of personal uh, ideations and content mm-hmm. and the commercial aspect of the craft. Mm-hmm. So, I'm curious to know, uh, from your perspective as an actor, host, and even comedian, yeah. is there a segregation between the personal content that you put out yourself and the commercial content be it for like a brand for like an ad or for even hosting is there is there a difference um um,
1: how i how i work
2: Mm. is
1: what tina turner said in a song beautifully wrote called what you see is what you get and i live by that what do you see is what you get you find kishan annoying he's gonna be annoying Is he funny? He's going to be funny. Uh, He's not so funny. He's not going to be not so funny. He loves his mom. He loves his mom. Um, Every day is a new day. I'm going to live like that. But whereas when it comes to the social media world, you are defined by your branding. Mm. That is it. You are defined by your branding. So what are you known for? So there there are a lot of artists or creatives, they find their own niche. So fitness influencer, his entire pitch. Fitness fitness fitness, 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 fitness. But because that's what gets the audience, right? Yep. They want to see you, fitness Which, guy. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you? Don't know. And then you meet them, you're like, oh my God, you yeah, actually got all these, you don't want to put online. It's so fun. No, only people only like my fitness stuff. Mm. Then you got beauty influencer. Always beauty, beauty, yep. makeup, makeup, makeup. You meet that in person, fucking hell, you really not like your social media account. You're so cool. I like you. Mm. For me, I don't give a shit. Today, I want to post fitness. I post fitness. Tomorrow, I want to show me having laksa. I will show you laksa. Mm. Because that's life for me. This is my social media account. This is my branding. I'm the personality here. You're in my shoes. You're living in my world. If you're going to come and follow me, Mm. I will just take you through my daily life. If I don't feel like posting anything today, because I don't. There's a downside to that. Mm. Not everybody's going to like your personality. That means not a lot of people are going to follow you. Mm -hmm. When not a lot of people follow you, you don't get a big enough paycheck.
0: That is sad.
1: That's how it works.
0: Mm.
1: Numbers rule your life. Mm. When you were born, your your IC number is given to you. (laughs) You think that the government knows your name? (laughs) They know you as S9 something, something, something. That is true. Okay? Yep. Call call you. What's your number? You see? It's always that quiet. What's your number? So, same thing here. The beautiful thing about being a niche influencer, you do all this fitness, right? You're hiding behind that. Where's your personality in that? You're just always showing you your buff. you're buff. I'm rang. I'm fitness. Book. Yep, yep. And then everybody follows you for that. You got like 60, 100,000 people following you for this shit. Because... It's I want, curated I want yeah I yeah. want to be motivated by so who's your crowd so what I've built for myself is and I and I say this because I love the people that follow me they engage with me so well do they roast you yes <laughs> and then uh they they do they say some funny shit. uh and then <laughs> and then they're so engaging in my community because they all of them I know for a fact are following me for me mm. and I love that because it, it lets me be me it's my outlet
0: there's a certain authenticity with yes. that. Yeah.
1: So how I make my money? By being me, I have made it very clear that my following is small in this industry, but that's not why people hire me. They hire me because they know they're going to get the best work done out of me at anything they hire me for. Mm. A lot of times I've given up jobs because I know I cannot deliver because I oh. don't want to deliver you I've said no to big paying jobs because they want it like in a few days. And I was like, I'm sorry. I don't have the bandwidth. No, but you can just do it like a selfie. We are good with that. I don't do that kind of work. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Unless the selfie come out really good. Blah, blah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, Then yeah.
1: <laughs> I would post a selfie any day. Yeah. But if I know that I have the potential to get a crew down and shoot something beautiful for you, I'll take it up. There's no point in doing work that I don't don't give you what you want, which is the views.
0: But it's always a balance, isn't it? Like you have to pay your bills, you have to get income, and you also have to balance this creative itch inside you yeah. to constantly want to push the bar yeah. of what you can do and even what your peers can do and to push your own artistic merit. So yeah. right off the bat, you have four different voices to juggle. And I don't know how.
1: <laughs> uh, can can be done. Okay. Can be done. Yes, you, you cannot say yes to everything. I, I mean, if a client comes to you like, can you take my toilet paper and wipe your ass and then post it up online? Uh, but I give you 10,000. Now, then you think about it. La. Yeah. Do you want to show your ass online? <laughs> Ten thousand? Show my asshole. One picture. One pic- selfie.
0: <laughs> Maybe story. Selfie my asshole.
1: <laughs> One nice selfie of my big black asshole here. You know, it depends. Y- you weigh the option,
2: mm.
1: but you you know the biggest question you ask yourself: Am I comfortable and contented where I am to make these decisions right now? What is what is hard for me right now? Do I need the money? Do I need to do that? If I do that, would it? If I do that, would it cost me more money later? Um, because I true. did this job, I took a big pain. Yep. But then shit, because I did this job, what about my other clients? Now they're not going to hire me because I did that. Or maybe they're going to hire me. I did that. You See, constant battle. Huh? Mm. It's never one way. It's always two to three ways. Mm. There's so many ways to think about anything you do. The consequence is always... There, the repercussions of saying yes or no to a job, yep. taking the money, taking it in for low. What are you worth? You will never know. Yep. I've got people come out to me, Kishan, you're very cheap. Literally, clients have told me. That wasn't what we were expecting you to charge mm-hmm. We were ready to give you this amount of money I said Then why the fuck you didn't tell <laughs> yeah, me exactly. That you want to give me this amount of money Because I thought this works for me And with this amount of money I, You're already me going like a motherfucker yeah, yeah. And bringing it down so much How the fuck do I know That you had this amount of money <laughs> Clients, if you're listening to this I love you But I also hate you very much
0: I don't understand. Yeah. It's 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 the weird part of, uh, at least from what I've noticed, like being, being a the self-employed industry. freelancer. That's <laughs> the problem.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. You know, sometimes, what am I worth? What am, what is my price? What job should I take? Where is my branding? And then you look at big influencers, who I mean, let's not name names, but I've seen them, and you've never seen them do, the jobs of other influencers. You know, they've always posting pretty pictures and they're beautiful on them. You know, and, and, you, and how come he don't do any branded content? How come she don't do any branded content? Wow, very curative but two hundred thousand followers. What, 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 what's what's making you take? How are you getting your money? And then, of course, they got side jobs, right? Mm. You know, um, just because they are on Instagram doesn't mean they're not a musician or actor or celebrity or you know yep. or finance or whatever. Yep. The, you you know, influencing could be a side job, definitely. But, but they made it bigger. Yep. And then one day you see the same page. How come suddenly you're holding up the facial product next to your face? Huh? <laughs> How come the next post now you're holding the products? What's happening here? Is times tough? Mm. Are you doing it for the money now? Yeah. What's happening there? Who are we to say, right? You see, it's always a give and take. Yep. What, do you, what do you need to do most yeah. right now? Yeah, Do that. But don't, don't forget to have a plan for the rest of your life. have have My, my mother always say, What's your five-year plan? I say, i give you three years. Fire a bit far.
3: Like mm. you three. Yeah.
1: And I have a plan. There are things that I want to do. You know, there are things that are coming forward. But, be spontaneous about it because as much as you make a plan, tomorrow an email might come in. Mm, exactly, you you never know. <laughs> and then you would have to make the hard choice. Oh shit, I got to fuck that plan. Mm. But that plan has been put into motion for three years. But then, hey shit, if I reply to this now, if I get it, that six years later,
0: it goes back to the balancing, isn't it? Yeah. You,
1: see, you never know; that's life. But put your best foot forward. It's always forward, and then always put the best foot forward to learn. Yep. So I want to talk
0: about uh, social media, and mm. I guess technology. Yeah. Um, to start off, I'm curious to know what scares you and excites you about social media, mm. and the rate at which technology is leapfrogging. Yeah. Year to year. Yeah. Changing of platforms, two to three year cycle. Yeah. What what scares and excites you?
1: Um what scares me was the year I was born in. The,
0: what about that? You
1: know, the nineties kids. I call them I call are you nineties kid?
0: I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I check my I see later. Uh, now, I they tell they you. Yeah. It, then tell like yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They know, they know. <laughs> they know, they know. <laughs>
1: I'm I am i am sure they're listening now. <laughs> uh, but the nineties kids are what I call the transitioners. That's the that's the movie I like to give them. We're the transitioners we went, we've seen it change. What have we seen change? Dial up, yep. connect analog to digital, yep. dial up connection to Wi Fi, yep. broadcast media, YouTube, now TikTok. Yep. We are always caught. Sorry, excuse me, I was more mouth watering for the beard. <laughs> mm. So passionate, you know. As much as I'm talking to you, the you know, it's in my eye line of sight, it's like, yeah, it's some of that. We're always transitioning. We are never catching up. Mm. We are always trying to adapt to it. Look at the people that were born during the broadcast era of TV. Mm. Look at their level of celebrity. Just think about that for a while. The level of celebrity when in broadcast TV. It doesn't hold a
0: candle to whatever it is now.
1: If you met your local celebrity in person during the broadcast era when there's no social media, you freaked the yep. fuck out. Yep. I freaked the fuck out when I saw Gurmit sing for the first time, my idol, my absolute inspiration. And I made a fool out of myself when I met once. I was so drunk, in his, and he's yeah, and I was a Hector had his stand up show. Oh dear. Yeah, he told me to shout out, and I was like, "Did I make a bad impression?" <laughs> about, I hope I work with him like. but I love him. My big my yeah. so. I so saw him in a fan point. Okay, I hid behind a tree to look at him. Even today, I mean, even in the world of social, uh, social media. When I met him, the lift opened and I, I said, Hey! And he said, Hey! He, he held back at me. And he's like, I was like, I'm like hello, sir. Um, he said, like, what? So, and I was like, um, can I shake your head? He's like, my hands are full. You want to shake my elbow? <laughs> so, I shook his elbow and I yeah. thought that was hilarious. Right? <laughs> so, at that time, when you saw him at the market, you freak out. You would go up to him, you want to say hi to him, you wanna, you wanna, you wanna talk to him, like, how are you, how is your day, what do you do? And then YouTube came about, mm-hmm. right? Instagram, YouTube came about, and the level of celebrity changed.
2: Yeah. Content changed.
1: Yep. I, in my career, my main focus was broadcast media. Traditional broadcast media, right? I want yep. to be on. Yeah, everybody can't. Get, nobody watch Docker TV lah. I said, like, yeah. So what? I want to act. What? Where else can I go and act? Everybody think won't make it lah. Media corp lah. What? What you're going to do? Then we all don't watch. Okay. Where else am I going to go? Exactly. To act. Yep. So, don't watch ah. I want to act la. Yep. Go and join the only broadcaster in Singapore la. Yep. And act. I acted. Yep. I live in the dream. Love it do that right and then broadcast suddenly I got sculpted by a YouTube channel which I'm a part of and I'm so grateful that I'm a part of they're like a family to me wow banana
2: mm-hmm.
1: I was at a shoot I didn't know I was acting with the boss the lady boss Lingi wonderful woman she's like we actually wanted the other guy he doesn't want to take the job but we think you're better you want to take I <laughs> said who the fuck are y'all? You, you know, same thing. Same thing my mentor said to me. <laughs> I don't know. You see, like I told you, we are transitioners. Yep. Broadcast yep. media was the first thing. Yep. You know? Playing games on a floppy disc was the first thing for me. <laughs> yeah. Sega. Yeah. And then, you know, you transition. <laughs> and then we transition again. And then and then, huh? YouTube. Yep. What is YouTube? Yep. Yep. Million subscribers. What's that? Yep. I don't understand. So what do you mean? I can just put something online now? And people will watch? People will watch yeah. it. And you're telling me, you get a hundred thousands of views when MediaCorp goes, I'm good with 10K. <laughs> <laughs> and that pains me. Because it's good work being done sometimes on MediaCorp. But then, you know, on YouTube, you do some fuck all funny shit. And then that, huh? That went one million views.
0: Yeah. I, th- I think when, when, when YouTube came about and Twitter and... Uh, even Facebook, when the concept of sharing content came yeah. about, I think the idea of virality really got put into the minds of people and even
1: people growing up. Correct. I think it first started with memes.
3: Yes. But then when, when YouTube oh, came about, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, that transition period. Now, you see, when you transition, what's happening here? You're also great older, yeah? Yep. So, when the period of YouTube was first launched, all the kids that were finally getting their hands on a smartphone and all yep. that they were younger. They jumped on it. They jumped on it, and they will become bigger. And they ride that wave. Yep. They were born with it. And when you are born with something, you're gonna excel in it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm transitioning. Should should what? to come out? Finally, China like said, <laughs>
2: uh,
1: <laughs> talk like this. The whole talking, the whole whole podcast tall like this. You me now?
0: You're uh, gonna bite your tongue. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and,
1: and then, and then. I was like, ooh, what is this? You know, okay, now I have to do that. Then, oh, then you have to build a social standing on an Instagram. Oh, ooh, okay. But the people who were born with it, just started with it. They knew what was going on. Yep. They knew that I knew I was going to do this and do that. Of course, people my age are big influencers also. But I was lost.
0: But you kind of have to learn to play the game when you're in your 20s going maybe 30s. Well, someone, let's say 15 to 16, yeah. they... I mean, that's the culture. I mean, yeah. imagine growing up with,
1: I mean, TikTok now. Yeah. That's different.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, No, exactly that. You know, you were trying to catch up to broadcast media. Yep. YouTube comes out. Now you're struggling to catch up there. You haven't even finished broadcast yet. Now you're struggling to catch up to YouTube. You finally caught up to YouTube. TikTok comes in. Yep. Now you're like, fuck that. Now I got to catch up with this. Yep. As much as you're catching up to this, what's happened here? Generations have passed. Age gap has passed. So now all these younger people are coming out with their own lingos and all own thing and then you old fucks us. Exactly. Trying to catch up and live with them. There are older people who are doing it so well. I just, you know, maybe it's an excuse for myself that I'm not putting in extra work but I'm struggling to catch up. What is the current trend? What is the lingo? Okay, you're going to do that. I'm going to continue to do my commercial and that's going to make me make bucks and I sit at home mm. but that's not enough you see yeah. you go and do all this you go and do all these commercials and all this your social standing drops because you're spending more time at work you're yep. not building your own content yep. somebody else is building their content and getting fucking millions of views overnight yep. now my clients they'll yeah, look at that they be yeah. like hey Kishun is great let's go to this guy mm-hmm. what now So what what happens there? So it's a constant fight to be creative and it's a constant fight to be alive, but I love it.
0: Does that excite you as well?
1: Yes. It thrills me. It scares me. It annoys me. But I want to do it. Like I said, you do it. Mm -hmm. You find, you move forward and you do it. You learn, you move forward, you do it. Yes, I'm jealous of people who have more followers than me. I'm jealous that, haha, I do the same trend, your TikTok, more views than me. (laughs) <laughs> I'm jealous I call my friends up right good friend of mine president of him, I call her up and I ask her how come ah, he ah, do this shitty content ah, then he's so famous now not me and then you have a lot of other people also backing you up and telling you actually Kishan, we really know your name You're a household name we know who you are wow do we follow you on Instagram no we don't because you're annoying. but <laughs> we know you you know give and take you can't love everything. You can't yep. like everything. Life, shit.
0: Yep. You know, but it's also interesting. Okay, so we 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 talked about the fact that there is traditional media companies and broadcasting companies, and now there is new media, which is like Wild Banana, mm-hmm. I think, like Sgag. What do you think is the difference between two? And do you do you foresee um, that there will be a new type of company moving forward as well? Because technology kind of changes on
1: cycles. I feel technology just adapts lah. Mm-hmm. We've never really changed a cycle. And we've never come up with something so fucking new. Mm. What's new? What is what what think about it in the most simplest of forms. What is Instagram to you? It's an electronic photo album. Yep. We had physical photo albums that we brought to people
0: and share, yeah.
1: Look at my trip to Thailand. That's Instagram. Analog Instagram. Yeah. Yep. What big, what big deal? Well, it's the same thing. So life is catching up in a circle. Uh, it's an endless loop of adaptation. You know, we went from broadcast media to get in there. was so difficult. You had to have the X factor. You had to be scouted. You you have to have... I'm on a podcast. Don't call me now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was I talking about? Do you, you do you want, want to, to take me? the
0: conversation first?
1: No, <laughs> I put him down for you. This is more important. You should have done the pinky thing he you were saying. Oh, the toilet. Exactly. So, 10 minutes. Go to, uh, I'm, I'm still holding it. It's a great cup. So, uh, mm, what are we talking about? Full media is very difficult to get in. Yes, yes. Wait, I'm parched. <laughs> Cheers. 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 Nick said he would be here. Cheers? Yeah. Lie. He's always late, so. light to me. Yeah. Mm. No, no, he's not coming. Hmm. So, life is always trying to catch up. So, broadcast media, you, uh, you know, everybody tried to get in there because they're oh, I want to be an actor. I want to do that. You no, know, you, you really needed to know somebody in there. Exactly. You, know, you really needed that one audition. It's like the big break. You know, it was huge. Up to recently as well. Like maybe 2010s. Mm. Exactly. And then you see how life has come back. Huh? Um, and then, you know, all these people who tried acting and they couldn't make it, right? Suddenly, YouTube was launched. What if all these people, what what happened to all these people who couldn't act properly or, or just was never given the opportunity to shine, mm. now have a platform to shine. Yep. And they've done so well. They're garnering the views. Broadcast media is dropping by the fucking mountains, right? YouTube is climbing. Yep. So what did broadcast media do? They hired YouTubers to come and act. Mm-hmm. Or to come and be in broadcasts. Yeah, you see what's happening here. It's stealing from there, you never gave me a platform. Now I need your platform. Yeah, what? Where? Yeah, where? Where's their TV shows going? A lot of them are on YouTube also, mm. because that's what's happening there. Here's when it comes back full circle. What did broadcast learn from YouTube? Everything needs to go online. So what? Did, what? What came out right after that? Netflix, mm. Disney Plus, yes, Prime streaming. <laughs> These these are all, in my eyes, online broadcasters. Yep. With endless amounts of TV shows, right? They kind of obliterated the local content because
0: why would you? Because everything is attention. Ultimately, the currency is attention. Yeah. And why would you pay an hour of attention to watch something local
1: when you can watch Marvel, Avengers, Disney? (laughs) At any fucking time you want. Yep. Give you your time back. That's what they did. Mm. So they went full circle, you see? Broadcast, now it's online. Mm. What happened after that? YouTube's still in the game. Lah, huh? Then Now, attention span even faster. TikTok, 15 seconds. How's that working out for you? <laughs> say something, say a joke in 15 seconds. What the hell? What, what happened to... You can't s- even get to the punchline. What, what about setting it up? Yeah. Where's all that? Then you see, adaptation of life. Now, comedians are adapting to 15 seconds. How do we mm. say something faster? Okay. It's also training for you. Huh? You go on an open mic night, live, live, you only have fifteen seconds to make the crowd work. The moment any Singaporean crowd is very tough, so they're like judging you. And I hate it when they announce you as the first-time comedian going up on stage because <sighs> the pre-judgment will be there. Yep. It's gonna suck. Yep, you know. So life comes full circle. Now, now I don't need YouTuber already. I can bring all my fucking famous actors, throw them on Netflix, and you are going to watch it. Mm. Full circle. We adapt. Broadcast now just went digital. You adapt. What's going to do? You think Netflix is going to go out of the game? No. But they stole nostalgia from me. How oh, so? I love buying newspaper, the live section. Find my... Oh, 7.30, they are playing this. Uh, they are highlight. Then I wait for TV to play 7.30. Mm. So it's a constant, you know? <laughs> yep. Remember last time, movie tickets? Oh my
0: God. You have to check the newspaper for the time. yeah right? <laughs> yes.
1: hey, you cut that out? <laughs> <laughs> And then you keep it like, okay, okay. Today, 7.30, we go to the cinema, then we queue, buy tickets. Cannot order online somehow. You see, all the people don't know, forget already. Mm -hmm. What do they know? We go full circle. Now, now, where is your movie ticket listings? It's on your email. It's all like a JPEG. Yeah, (laughs) It's just adapted to something. It's life is an adaptation. What did I, here's what I wrote on my Instagram. This is my my bio. Mm. Kishan. His own movie adaptation of reality. That's my bio. I live life like a movie. Always adapting. Always, What's the sequel? Where's part two? Mm. I want to see season two, season three. Where's that? What's new? But of course, you have to change with the current times. Of course, you got to let people take over. But that doesn't mean you are any lower than them or less qualified. You're you. Mm. you still hone in on your skills you don't let you know a lot of people think no now no, I, I have influencer friends like yeah now the tiktokers are coming up right? I don't know how mm. to do this kind of content are we forgetting that they don't know how to do what you can do how do you adapt we have to adapt right now eh? I, I, literally right now I have to adapt what, what do I mean by that Instagram just put pictures out of fashion yep everybody's turning their pictures to to video
0: videos and reuse i call it reuse and short videos and stuff like that
1: yeah so now i have to work harder i have to make videos you know just one selfie and then finish you make money no rubbish now you have to film a video Mm. here's the fun part not many influencers know how to make videos right it's not easy (laughs) it's
0: not (laughs) it's a lot of work that goes behind a, a really well executed video so
1: you suddenly throw this shit at us and you expect us to adapt so, what's happening now? You got no choice. What? You want to be in the game?
2: Mm.
1: You want to continue that game? You say, I go back to the game. You want to continue that game? Your game just gave you a DLC. <laughs> well put. <laughs> it's an update. Yeah. You can't shoot from the left, now you're to shoot from the right. Fuck you. Oh, fuck. It kind of changes the difficulty of it. You even. remember Halo 1, 2, 3, 4? All the weapons changed, <laughs> all the controls changed. You now you can fly the vehicle this way, the graphics has changed. It's a game. You adapt. I bet Halo Infinite, the new one, (laughs) I'm sure some shit has changed. Yeah. You know the controls, you bet Fire Cry 1, 2, 3, the controls have changed. Mm -hmm. You adapt. But if you're slow to adapt, that's when life picks you off. It's like, now it's wildlife. Exactly, evolution. Yes, you're in the lowest in the pack, you get picked off by the hyenas. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. Hone in on your skills. But then, it's not about you. What happens in a pact? You work with this, with a pact. That's the problem. If I think of a lot of Singaporeans, we don't like the culture of helping. <gasps> my ring came out. Whoa. Wow! Wow! <laughs> That's, That's like, magic. Marry me, <laughs> yeah. and then Singaporeans just don't like the culture of helping each other. Out. We, we, we we There's this there's this preconceived notion of if he can do what I do, he was still my job. Mm. What if I told you? If he can do what you do and if y'all work together, y'all can do twice the job. Y'all could have come up with something better. Y'all could have made twice the money. What if I told you that? You do yourself lah. Everything's to do yourself lah. Everything's to hard work. What if I could share that heavy load, collaborate, you shoot for me, I shoot for you, I build your content, you build my content, we grow together, we get there because the end goal is the same. The end goal is what? you also want to be famous I also want to be famous you also want attention I also want to let's do that together do you think it's about unlearning that that
0: idea that everyone's out to steal yes. your job and that there's only one that everyone's vying for and to move towards uh, more collaboration I mean right now 2021 going to it's like the age of collaborations yes. everyone's doing collabs like a musician is collaborating with an artist an artist's collaborating with a comedian because you can do that not even just locally but overseas as well which is beautiful
1: to see but I wish we catch up on that here faster. You look at the US. TikTokers are staying with each other in like a hype house.
0: Oh, it's like a, no, a streaming house. A
1: streaming. Yeah. House I feel. find that
0: to be, I find streaming um to be the most uh interesting thing to have popped up over the last three to four years. It's kind of like pseudo-reality mm. TV, but not really, not as a cliche as how traditional media companies would do it. But it's quite um what's the word for it? quote-unquote, honest. Yeah. You get a, because the whole streaming thing is is, is is like a direct connection with the fans, the community. And that's yes. interesting. And when you get all of them into a house, they they form like, quote-unquote, like an organization. Yes. They, they create content and they're out to
1: target the traditional media companies. And they're so wonderful. They're like, okay, so tonight I can't stream, but you can watch uh, yep. Mark over there. He'll be there. Maybe I'll pop in and yeah. out. And then cross-platform. Yep. Build together. Client comes in. Hey, um, Great. Um, I have a whole house. Um, I got three other streamers. Would you like to hire them as well? Everybody made money. Mm. Why fight? Why? I want to be the top. I'm... You be the top, line. You do everything. You do everything yourself. Sorry, you do everything yourself. You climb to the top. You'll be a there alone. While well, you,
0: you, you worked with the second to the fifth place, like, yeah. You worked with the second to. The you fifth climb place. yourself.
1: <laughs> you live alone for what? You die alone. I don't want to die alone. I of dying alone. Mm-hmm. I really, I would like to die before dogs, but I would never like to die alone. I don't want to die alone. I want to work with people. See, that's what filmmaking taught me. It's a dance between people. If the actor is not on set, the film cannot go. The camera not on set, of course the film cannot shoot. Director not on a set, actor don't know what to do. Nobody knows what to do. So it's one person out, all out. That's film.
2: Mm.
1: Of course, you, you can call somebody to replace that, la- but you know what I mean? Yep. The job comes The out. sentiment is there, yeah. Some men, Important. Fucking (laughs) important. Everyone plays a part ultimately. The actor just to go back dubbing. uh. (laughs) Waste money, right? Waste time is right. But of course a lot of countries have to do dubbing because of noise pollution and whatnot. But you see, just I just wish we have more of a culture of um,
0: You think it's 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 it's
1: relics of the old past. I mean it's
0: survival of the fittest back then when we were building the infrastructure and
1: everything. Who came up with this survival of the fittest? Charles Darwin, I think. Did really? <laughs> I think so. Fuck him. <laughs> Why? Have you seen the animal kingdom? I always go back to the animal kingdom because human beings are animals anyway. Have you B- seen hippos? Oh, yeah. Oh, God.
3: They <laughs> Do really kill
1: more people in Africa than I'm any sure. other animal? Fucking terrifying. Yeah. Territorial. Yeah. And, I mean, once the... I mean, look at their teeth. Like, they they look
0: super dopey, like, but when they open, uh, you don't want to be there then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> how many tourists die because of hippos? Of no, course, they fucking canoeing. Yeah, they're going I going want tux. to see why. That's how you don't know that a fucking hippo has changed its territory overnight, and you fucking become massacred by this thing. One puncture from that teeth—that's oh, it. <laughs> it.
2: But you hope they,
1: you die, yeah? Do they live alone? No. Mm. Yes, some animals are solitary, but they coexist with other animals also. Yep, they work together. Yeah. Why we cannot? Why here? Why other country can? Why they so? I like, I like that. It upsets me. Maybe it's how our system is run. Every man for himself. You know, could be the Singaporean system. I don't know. Could be how we rule is. Oh, you must be best in class. Huh? Mm. You must be best in class. Why can't you just do your best in class? Why do you have to be the best in class? Do your best in class. If you come on top, good for you. If you can help somebody else come on top, even better for you. Your, mm. I tell you, I give your karma hundred plus points. I want to change these lines. Don't be the best. Do your best. Why so much stress for? Why stress you? Do what you want. Do what you can. You know, collaborate with people. Bring people up. In, and yes, people will hurt you. I will never deny that. I know people like, oh, you, so, you always say, or you, say or you know all these people. Yes, I will never deny people will hurt you along the way. You trust somebody, you give them all. Fucker climbs ahead of you. It will happen. Yep. But what happens to you? You still you. You will still work. You would don't hold a grudge, and you will climb. And let me tell you, when you finally reach his fucking level, you are going to have the biggest smile because you did it in the most positive, in the less heartless with so much heart. Then mm. you know you are in a better place than a guy who fucked you over. But that's collaboration and you take the risks. But it's a beautiful thing when two people come together. Influencers come together and they shoot together. You know, you have skills that you impart to them. They have skills that they impart to you. Honestly, I would love to hang out with a beauty influencer.
0: What's what's stopping?
1: Of course, time, effort. Um, You know, every time you're Every time you want to hang out with them, there's a lot of factors, you know. Do they want to help you? Do they not want to help you? Do they give you the ums and the ums? But 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 it kind
0: of like uh, uh, stains the purity of the the, the initial conversation, right?
3: Mm.
1: Yeah. What's stopping me? Exactly what I just said. (laughs) They don't want to collaborate with you. What's in it for them? People always ask what's in it for them. They don't ask what we can do together.
0: Hmm. It's a good shift. Would you want to take the call now?
1: No, but I would like to go to the toilet. Yes. Where's the pinky? There. <laughs> I, was teaching, I was teaching Kevin how to tell Y'all don't know. I bet y'all forget this, okay? I won't go to the toilet, but you'll forget the point the pinky, man. Sure. <laughs>
0: So, after we have sufficiently relieved ourselves... What
1: do you mean, sufficiently? Yeah, I so told you are <laughs> impatient. Right? I'm just standing there. I never spoke to my dick. Today. Like, hurry up. Why so slow? They said, never pee with a full bladder. It really tests your patience.
0: So, so if there's one thing you should learn from this episode, it's to never pee with a full bladder.
1: No. If you need to pee, go and pee. <laughs> Don't wait, because you'll be talking to your dick. <laughs> and then, can you imagine the next cubicle listening to you? like, Can you hurry up? And he cannot see you. Uh, yeah, exactly. And you're looking at your dick, uh, and then you're like, can you hurry up? Can you hurry up? Can you just, you just wonder what's going on in the other cubicle? So uh, like, scandalous. Why you, what Take your time, now Why you want to hurry up? Even if somebody's doing something to you in the toilet, I don't think you're enjoying yourself. Yeah, exactly. uh, yeah, can you hurry up? Can you hurry up? Can you hurry up? You hurry up? <laughs> I just need a release. Can you hurry up? Can you hurry up? Ew.
0: As we were talking about social media, mm. um, I'm curious to know if you feel pressure to create content to serve um, these hidden algorithms mm-hmm. that you might not be privy to. You don't know what does, but you can only speculate as to what does well because of what you see. Yeah. But because right now, um, for anyone in the creative industry, mm. in the media landscape, you kind of have an adult role as a content creator. Yeah. And you're kind of like trust upon that and you have to play the game. If not, as you mentioned, you'll get left behind. But the fact is that the, the rules of the game is constantly changing unbeknownst to you, they don't give you a rule, Oh, oh, uh, content should be this length, content should be about this, not about this, this does better. They don't share these with you. Mm. Or they don't share these with the individual creators because ultimately, um, you are how they make money yeah. through ads and everything. So I'm just curious, to know, do you feel the pressure like to, to create? And if so, how do you deal with it?
1: What I would say is if you're in this line of work, it's your job lah, to find out this algorithms or this the way to connect with your audience it's your job that's your job it's the basis of your job to find out how social media works to connect what's pressurizing it's not the apps because you can you can make the apps work in your favor or they, of course they work in their favor what's pressur- bleh, pressurizing clients how so they see the numbers, they see your following, they see your engagement levels, they see all these things. Then they hire you. You are determined by the number. You are determined by this amount of number, therefore this is how much you are worth. Mm. That is pressurizing. And then what is pressurizing? You have to build more content. Then do your job to find out all these things and then build content for that. (laughs) I love my friends. I can tell. I and love, they love you too. I love who I'm surrounded by. Yeah. I enjoy life. And I am I always put myself forward. You know, I like yesterday I met, I didn't recognize her. I thought she was my friend's mm-hmm. girlfriend. Mm-hmm. She looked very similar. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying Chinese people all look alike. Because a lot of Chinese people say Indians all look alike. Because mm-hmm. there's not many of us here. So mm-hmm. no choice. Uh, and I hugged her. After a while, I realized, shit, I follow her on TikTok. And then I just looked at her and like, oh my god, I'm a fan. I'm a fucking fan. How are you? Sorry I didn't blow up like this two hours ago. <laughs> but I I don't care. She's like, do you know how big a star you are compared to me? That's not the question. I'm freaking out because I don't like your shit. That's all that matters to me. When I see people do good work, they make me laugh. I'm going up to them. I've gone up to um artists they don't even know I exist. I don't care. I look up to this, Nikki Mueller, one of the best hosts in Singapore. Uh, I saw her at a restaurant and I was like, I just, hi, Um, I know you don't know who am I, just want to say hi and I think you're a great host. Mm. You made her day. Mm. I love that. The sincerity really, and just, yeah. Whatever they want to call it. Like, I just love it. I just love people, I love parties. COVID is a pain in the ass for me. <laughs> I'm a peacock, okay? I'm not a butterfly. I don't need to fly. I'm a peacock. I need to spread my mane mm. so that I can show off to people I'm a fucking Leo who, you know, you know Leo's lie. You know, it's all it's like, the lion, right? Yeah, it's the lion. You know, we, we show peace. We have the mane. We're going to let it out. And then COVID like, no, you're only <laughs> going to hang out with five people. How am I going to do five? <laughs> no, you hang out with two people now. Two? <laughs> what is this? You went from therapy to intermingling, intermission to intimacy. <laughs> This is not sex, you know. I don't want two people. You don't need two. <laughs> That's true. Is this Singapore's great ploy of getting more Singaporean babies no, by having restrictions by idea. two people? Oh, <laughs> so clever, you it's people. It's so clever, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We don't have a lot more babies. Let's erect the HDB. Only couples can buy. And then we drop the restriction to two. <laughs> so they have no choice but to fuck. So they and put two plus two together. Correct. <laughs> and then once we... Eh, suddenly the hospital actually not overwhelmed by COVID. Overwhelmed by pregnancy. Okay la Now restriction five people. <laughs> five people they cannot fuck because there be there be they can do orgy maybe one will watch. Actually can yeah one yeah, will watch one will watch, uh. one will watch la, yeah. no choice. Maybe five he enjoys people. watching yeah. Ah, maybe five people no la no cannot cannot. Yeah, you're very clever. I can work for the government. You I you. you I think you did. I should work. No
2: I have <laughs> yeah,
1: one two many times. <laughs> like I tell people people ask me this question. They don't think it's offensive but I, I find it offensive. They're like, you seem like you're the only Indian in the media industry now. Oh, God. <laughs> I was like, um, y'all, yeah. <laughs> there are others but do they do as good of a job as I do? You tell me that. That's not my ego talking. You tell me if I do a good enough job to be on every fucking screen mm. available to mankind right now in Singapore. If I am, I'm happy for you. I also want to. I mean, I, I know you're crying. Also, like, like you shouldn't get off every fucking screen. <laughs> but if I'm on every fucking screen, I think I'm doing something right.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If you don't see me on every fucking screen, maybe I died. Mm. I will be on screen, and if you ask me if I'm the only Indian here in Singapore, no, there are many other talented individuals. Yep. Like I say, it's a competition. You go for an audition, you get it. You don't get it. You don't get it. Yep. Know, I'm getting most of it. Thank you very much for noticing that. I'm must be doing something right. I'll take it in the positive light. If you think I'm, uh, you know, in my own world and thinking about um my ego or you know just press. Who's else going to praise you? You praise yourself lah. Yeah. Nobody's gonna Singaporeans. about gonna compliment you want. <laughs>
0: They they tear you down ten times ah, and they compliment you once.
1: They like. <laughs> they they're like. Actually, uh, you do like that. You do like that. But you're quite nice. <laughs> what is the
0: quite for? You're quite nice for a local actors. Uh,
1: you're quite, you quite good looking. Uh. What's the quite for? It's either I am or I am What's the quite for? I want to know. Why are you quacking like a duck? <laughs> Lawrence Wong said that. It's so
3: funny.
1: <laughs> if, it's a, if it quacks like a duck, if it walks like a duck, it's a duck. Of course, it's a duck. Right? But I don't get it. Just... Why can't people be nice? Someone cry.
0: No, no. But yeah. I'm curious to know, do you watch your own shit? Yee! Do you? Yee. Uh. So, you're, so your learning journey goes as far as to not
1: watch your own stuff? No. <laughs> I scrub through. Okay. I do scrub through because because when you act, right? Mm. um, Here's the thing about acting. You're doing it once. What do you mean once? You do the role once. You do that. You do that one character once, unless you do a sequel. Yep. Unless it's like a TV series yeah, or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yep. But you 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 are always gonna be ever doing that scene once. Yep. You will never replicate that scene in another movie. Mm. You will never watch. Okay, nah, Let's just say Keanu Reeves in in what's that Matrix? Movie? The Matrix, right? Uh, no, no, no. John Wick. John Wick. He shoots his guy in the face and he says some fucking line. Is he going to say that? Is he going to shoot the guy the same way, say the same fucking line in the Matrix? No. No. That's John Wick. So you do that scene once in a lifetime. Mm. So whatever happens in that scene, when the director called cut and he's moved on to the next scene, it's done for. What are you going to do? Go back and watch it and go, can I do that again? The movie's out. It's making $100 billion. Can I do that scene again? No. You can do it. So to me, watch it for what? But, I do scrub through to scenes that I have felt for to just understand technicality and how I could have just done that better. I scrub through to, like, because when you're doing the scene, you're like, okay, actually I really like this scene. Yep. Yeah. I do it well. Yep. Then you go back and you watch it and you realize, shit, I should have listened to Michael Caine. Michael Caine said, if the camera's on, that side of your face? Let's just say you're my coaster mm. and I'm the one on camera now. It's on if the camera's on the, just the facing on you. your right. So, yep. so if the if if there's a shot on me and the camera's on your right, yep. if I talk to you, my right eye needs to favor your what is that? Your left? This is your, this my is right? your left eye. My left? Mm.
3: Okay. Hey. Eh?
1: Yep. Wait, I'm very confused <laughs> with the left and the right. <laughs> Hold on here. Yep. This eye is what side? Right. Right side, so my right eye needs to match up with your right eye. Oh, that's interesting. This way, why? Because the camera's on your right face, right? So now, when I do this, you mm. see the angle here. Mm. Now my face is at an angle, so now it captures. So you. the camera catches you. Correct. So I talk to you this way. If I talk to you this way, <laughs> You're catching your side from Normal home. people this way. What yeah. are you catching? What is he catching? This, this, just the side. Yeah. So I was so engrossed in this scene. I was talking to this is my co-actor and it was a very wonderful scene but I went into a natural habit of talking to somebody because I was so comfortable yep. I forgot about mm. the camera I forgot that I was pandering to the so I was talking like this yep. and in the entire scene you only could see my long fucking parrot of a nose <laughs> just pointing Yeah. and I was like why did nobody tell me this on set
2: mm-hmm.
1: why hell, don't help me just tell me you know but but it was a great scene but I was very invested in the conversation so, so this kind of techni- technicalities you just we just need to remember Favoring. Yep. Which a big thing. It's actually a very big thing.
0: But it's quite interesting that you mentioned that that you can't be too comfortable in a role and to to just totally forget about the camera. But you have to embody the role to be a good actor. And you still have to, to have perhaps a bit of yourself in the role. So you have to balance even these three things when you're engaging. And there's the camera looking. You still ultimately if the camera is not there to catch it then why are you acting uh, ultimately you know. it is for the camera yeah. to catch it yeah interesting
1: and then you feed off the energy and you throw the energy into the camera somehow although I'm talking to you mm-hmm. that conversation needs to go to the camera
0: it needs to go to the mic
1: yeah <laughs> you know everything I mean the mic is going to be permanently on you yeah. like, don't care about the sound yeah. man but just be careful when you go toilet make sure you tell the sound man because she's going to she he is going to hear me oh no uh, I've done it many times I've even said a lot of things off camera and the sound
3: <laughs> So
1: you're talking about the director. So dear. <laughs> I was like, I, I didn't tell you that What Don't you worry, I heard it all. <laughs> I was like, shit. You know, I'm very vocal. Yeah. <laughs> so I, lucky I make friends with all the sound people. Then I'll be like, Kickick. then they'll be like, okay, can i mute you, I'll mute you. Yep. And they will, they will do it for me. But a lot of them have integrity. The moment they hear us gossiping, Cut. they will cut the volume. Because they don't want people to hear. Yep. Suddenly, somebody press roll uh, on the camera, right? That's it, you know? Oh Whatever you no. it say, yeah. it's captured, no? Yeah. It no matter where you are. Oh, shit. Wow. Because it's connected to the camera. Huh? I see, I see. So if I'm talking in the toilet, the camera might accidentally press record. Yep. It's it's captured. Captured? Wow. Where is it going to go? The camera wouldn't know whether you have a mic on it or not. Only the mic knows that you're on it, Yep. So it's like that. So, shh, microphones. Actually, microphones is a big deal, uh. a lot of our uh, parliamentary people don't know how to use microphones. <laughs> Our government do not use microphone. They forget the off.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, that was the one incident.
2: <laughs>
1: Oops. I was about to put it into context and I thought never mind.
0: mine. People can, can go and look it up themselves. Lousy school. No, like, <laughs> I just had to. <laughs> so, uh, before, b- before we, we move on to yeah. kind of like the last topic, I, I just wanted to pick your mind on. um. Yeah. I do have a question about uh your fame. You, you 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 have been in the industry for a bit, My and name? I'm just curious to know how how do you deal with it? Do you get recognized on the streets? Do do people come up to you, uh talking, asking questions about perhaps? Do 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 younger people like, talk come up to you in public? Really? How do I, you deal with it? I
1: yes, I I I, um, I mean that's 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 what that's what the job doesn't prepare you for the fame. How do you deal with it? You, you, you just deal with it. Look. does it get to you? Yeah, uh, once in a while. What, what gets to me be is being told to be me. What does that mean? But their perception of me is what they see on camera. Okay. So there's, I think there's one time I was buying chicken rice and this lady came up to me and she's like, "Well, if it's a moody, you're a funny guy, i make a joke lah. Oh dear. <laughs> and I was like, I'm, I'm just buying chicken rice. What do you mean you do? Make the chicken laugh before it dies in the table? What do you mean? So I turned the whole table around. She said her whole family is a fan of me and they're sitting over there mm-hmm. and I was just going to have dinner alone anyway. So I said, would you mind if I join you? And I did. I said, the family, we had a great time. Mm-mm. I made them laugh. But we had a great time just having a conversation and I had I got a chance to learn what my fans or audience likes about me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe I can hone in on that. You know, so that was kind of nice. Of course, I get. <laughs> of course, I recognised this other Indian celebrities. Oh dear. Uh, so this is story of me at a Seven Eleven. Mm. I was wearing a full suit. Yeah. Okay. Now this other celebrity, I've never seen him wear a full suit. Mm. And I had my hair dyed. Mm. I was wearing a mask. I was looking dashing as fuck. And I was buying something at Seven Eleven, and then the lady goes, "Ekuma." Hey, oh dear. Then <laughs> I was like. <laughs> What do you do? Do you play off that? That's exactly what I did. (laughs) So I said, you know what? If you think I'm Kuma, my friends are laughing their ass off already. And I'm like, she's so happy to see Kuma. Let's just make her day. I mean, I didn't want to, I don't know if it was the right thing to do. I didn't want to embarrass her so I saw her name tag and I just went into my most nasally Kuma voice like, you know I just went hey Vivian I know so long i never see you and all that Then and, and then she like I knew it was you la, Kuma I, you remember me and the last time I was at the other 7-Eleven and you want you want your 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 favourite surprise maybe I shouldn't be saying this on the podcast <laughs> yeah. uh, so apparently Kuma's favourite cigarette is Saprona. <laughs> she told me that Kuma if you're listening this, Vivian told me that 7-Eleven Tajabaga. <laughs> Just <laughs> dog Oh my god uh, So Vivian was I see I, yeah, I remember her name yeah. So Vivian was like Oh yeah I know I know You want, you want your want? I said I don't smoke already like Vivian <laughs> Good lah Good lah Okay lah And I left
3: <laughs>
1: Then people come to me like "Hey, I love your work You did the podcast and all that I said shit You huh? see when they start with You start with I love your work I, would, I think you know Me Mm-hmm. Then once they say I do podcast Oh you're talking about Ministry of Funny, ah. You know Yeah By the way It's because of Haresh Talani, I mean, he He's the one Who gave up the job mm. So out Scouted him He didn't He said no I don't want And then He said oh yeah Look at Kishan I said thank you
3: Yeah thank you <laughs> Yeah,
0: But it's good that you You have the awareness To even play off it Because I, I imagine Scenarios like that If circumstances Are not right that day You're feeling a particular mood It could get nasty Because <laughs> what? Yeah, it's 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 a very weird mis, mis, misunderstanding to yeah. even have.
1: Yeah, I mean, when you know, why do I need to get angry for? You know, for what? Waste time. You know, you're working out all this anger and this for what? Yes, they made a mistake. Fuck it. Educate them. Mm-hmm. Tell them who you are. Say, yeah, it's not me. Make a joke. Yep. Yes, I've embarrassed one or two of them, which is funny to see. <laughs> I'm like, huh? You think what? <laughs> the cleaner solo like me. <laughs> you know, you look like my friend here, you know, not you know that kind of thing. But just play along, you know, have them thought or, or think about it. or mm. Just make their day laugh, right? They think you're that, then you think you're that. In, in the end, who's having the laugh here? Me. Mm. I finally get to laugh. You're making yourself laugh. Yeah, finally. You know, nobody else does that for me, but I have good friends who make me laugh all the time. Your fans will never make you laugh like. Unless you say something absurd. Yeah, us, absurd you know, Instagram pitch, right?
0: So one of the last things I really wanted to talk about was yeah. the the amazing ad campaign that you did for Circles Life. Ah. That was actually the first uh piece of media that I think Nick showed me that, that you were on. He was talking to you, like how uh amazing you were on that. Oh. So I'm I'm just curious to know, um what about that particular pitch appealed to you? Yeah, because it was a very unconventional take on uh the idea mm. of, of the campaign. So what was it appeal uh, what, what 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 appealed to you?
1: Sarcasm.
3: Mm-hmm. So
1: here's what happened. I got the email from not circles live, but the production company handling the shoot. And I saw the word circles live and I was just like
0: Ayah. Another, another <laughs>
1: TBC, another <laughs> la. TBC some fucked up lines lah. You know, telco company Singapore. What big deal? You know, they're gonna be so. What? Look at all the telco ads that you've done lah. Home is where the heart is. <laughs> you and your mother connecting by the new WiFi. <laughs> you know, I'm sick and tired seeing And then i didn't want i didn't want to do the job and then i i asked the guy i said send me the script i want to i want to i like doing this i I want to see the script for any project that i do first let me feel it Mm -hmm. do it see where i can input and then if i can input and make it even better i'll work with you Mm -hmm. interesting we'll do that right because that's my job As an actor, it's not to show up and say a bunch of lines. It's to show up and give you ideas as well because I'm the one playing the role. Mm. I'm the one coming in there. You better have some fucking ideas, man. If I'm coming there and I'm going, so I'll visualize the scene at home. I'll be saying this. Now, shit, if I walked over there, turned around, faced my back to him, what's... That's the... That's pretty good. Yeah. And then, you know, what signal am I sending to him as I turn the back? And then I'm formulating a scene in my head. I come back down to set. I, tell, I share with the director. The director shares with me his view. Let's see how we can pair these two things together. That's when you work. It's a collaboration. Exactly. that. It's a dance. You don't just show up. It's not your job. So for this one, I read the script. The moment I opened that PDF, <laughs> I fell in love with it. <laughs> I okay. made love to that script. I felt it. I was like, he was a bit unsatisfied by it, but I was like, I can make this work. I know the lines. I won this. World dot. And I read the lines. And I'm a government boy, yeah? Mm-hmm. I've done a lot of government things. As you've said it many times. Uh, yes. Yeah. And I sat there yeah. and I've heard shit that I could agree or disagree on. I've said some stuff. That I do believe in and I do not believe in. But these are things that I, you know, an actor does. Mm. You make the things that you don't believe, believable, so that people believe them as well. right? You can't possibly believe everything in this world, mm-hmm. but as an actor, it's your job. To believe. And make people believe. Are you doing the right thing, wrong thing? No, it's your job. It's my job to make this come alive. And I read that script and I was like, shit, people need to hear this. Because we are ruled by numbers, right? You have kids commit suicide after getting their PSLE scores. You have people going into depression or not showing their face at family reunions because they're not making 5K a month. Mm. You got people who are 30 and still hundred by their aunties and their friends when you're getting married. Mm. What's all this added stress for? Is our system really doing this to us? So it was something that I knew how to say, wanted to say, and I said we were set. And then when, and then I met the director in a few days. We spoke about 30 minutes, and then we downed about 14 bottles of beer. <laughs> and then we just collaborated then and there. And then we were constantly texting. I was constantly asking him, how's the idea? How's the flow? What were we are doing? And that's how I work. If I'm very passionate about it, you will have my 110%. Mm. I'm there all the way. I'm not just gonna. Sh- oh, you I me for this? Side. the script is great. Okay, I'll just show up on the 27th. No, I'm gonna. You're gonna be. We're gonna be it's wo- a constant dialogue. Because really. it's me as well. Mm. I'm not just showing up. You see, it, I'm in the face of it. I have to do it, and I would do it together with you, my way, your way, together. Mm. Wow, that was like a pitch.
0: That's that perfect, perfect, actually. That's like a slogan, yeah. You yeah.
3: Know?
1: Can you clip that? No. And then
0: I'll get in touch with your manager. <laughs>
3: no, no, you can
1: text me. Yeah, yeah, uh, my number. Uh, and then uh, you know, so it was constant back and forth. And then when I was on set, it was like a stand-up comedy show because um, we were doing take. I think we did about ten takes. I was doing one take, two take, and then because I had the script earlier on, a sudden spark hit me, and I run into the client's room and all the circus life people are like, "Look, what if I said this? Let me go try it out." So I would run back to set say the line that I think would work. Because like, the, the script was there already, but I yep. was coming up with other lines. Yep. And I said the line and I would calculate the laughs in the room. What do you mean? So like, that, um, uh, I think one of the lines in there was uh, 30 and the only people attending your birthday parties are your friends with kids. Yep. The original line wasn't like that. It was 30, still single, married and...
2: It was so it's a bit longer
1: It was yeah. a bit blender yep. And then But because I saw The extra come in With a baby in her arm And then I went Oh shit It is Really here." When you're 30 You know people. And then I ran out And I said that line Which, which wasn't on the script By yep. the way 30 and the only people Attending your birthday parties Are your friends with kids are rubbing in your face Everybody who was 30 In the room Turned yeah. <laughs> and then I put a tick there yeah and I was like and I ran back in the room and the Circles Life people the young crowd the Mm. wonderful people they collaborated so well they were so good with the with what I was saying they're like yeah go with it yeah go with it Mm. they're like and I I, I love that you see and they're like no I think what the grammar here cannot but you change this one but stick with the same one and then we were working together that was beautiful and then I ran out and then I was like the most stressful numbers were fractions. I said the line and then I waited Can I maybe three laughs. Okay. That wasn't the script. And I ran out again. And here we all thought so I, would just, I would just deliver the line I was doing on set. Because mm-hmm. big crew, right? Yep. If a crew laughs, uh, means it's funny. Crew never laugh. Uh, you go home. Oh, wow. As a comedian, your crew don't laugh. Uh, something is wrong. Because they are your first audience. Mm-hmm. If they don't laugh, <laughs> you have a problem. So I came out. They never laughed. Take out. Most stressful <laughs> numbers are when you do 1 plus 1 is 2. Cheesy. Take out. I ran out. After speaking to the clients, I ran out. So the most stressful numbers is when you give Fatima 30 watermelons and you give John 20, go find <laughs> X. Then they all laugh. <laughs> yeah. Everybody burst out like, Yeah! Why must we find X for fuck's sake? <laughs> Not like I'm finding X now. <laughs> now if I tell you to find X, that's a sexual thing already. Yeah. <laughs> then I just did that whole spiel. Yeah. And everybody in the room just the room just lighted up and they laughed. That went on to yep, the final the video. Yep. And you saw that. Yep. And then at the end. At the end of the video, a lot of people don't know this. It's actually a blooper reel where mm. when I say, you're you, more than any number. Someone passed you something, right? And I was reaching, right? Yeah. The guy was late. Now, what happened was, I was just supposed to have the board in my hand. Yeah. And then the client runs out and goes, what if we pass you the board? I say, what is it? Cirque du Soleil? <laughs> I didn't like the idea. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, then and then you see the passion in her face that she think it might work. And I don't like the idea. And I look at the passion in her face. You know, I tell you why, darling, I'll try the idea. Let's see whether we make it work. Okay, we'll just try it. I don't like it. But we'll try it. Okay, let's just try. We'll try. Because everything you do, you try. You always try. And then, and then they put this PA that's <laughs> right under there. <laughs> and then everybody's coordinating right all the actors were on point with the timing of my words so when I come out and I go oh you know you're you you're unquantifiable you're ever evolving human beings see I love the lines yeah
0: you're just delivering
1: them so
3: naturally I love the lines
1: you know so don't let anybody tell you otherwise (laughs) and then everybody's just coming out so nicely then I go you're you and then I knew I was going to have to say more than any number but he was supposed to come in at you're you he didn't So I look down. I wish they got this on camera. So I'm looking down, right? He looks up at me and my face like (laughs) in awe. He's just looking at me in awe. And and then I look and I look at him. He's like, Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, yeah, carry on. I'm I'm listening to your speech. And in my eyes like you have a fucking job to do. And then that's when I wriggle my hands. Ah. In me. <laughs> then he like, oh it looks then, so natural. And then he pass it to yeah. me. And then I go, you're yeah, more than any number. And then, then the cue yes. the, the the jingle comes yeah. in and then bam, that's I the total that sign planned. Bad. No. <laughs> I wish I had another camera on him. <laughs> he was hilarious. He yeah. I believe what you are saying. <laughs> say more. I forgot about what I had to do yeah. for you. <laughs> We're so but amazed. say more. <laughs> <laughs> I love this moment. That's what makes me love my job.
0: I'm curious to know: have have there been scripts or projects you have turned down because you didn't particularly uh vibe or something wasn't hitting right mm-hmm. in the script?
1: Have have have. I just knew it wasn't for me. Um Most of the time I will give it a try first. No matter if I don't feel it or what, I will mm-hmm. give it a try. Let's build it. Because sometimes you're reading it as kitchen. You're not reading it as the character. Mm-hmm. So you try, you formulate, and you really fit in. I've been to auditions. And they die die wanted me for the role. But at the audition, when I showed them what I could do for this role, I said, guys, I'm I'm really not I'm just not feeling it. Mm-hmm. You know? I really don't think It's me I know you see me In the role But as you can see As I do it You yourself Are questioning Your doubts Has happened mm. So Part of the the job You know If I told you The original casting Of Jurassic Park You'll laugh man Did you know this No You know who Was the original cast For Jurassic Park And Steve Spielberg Was like Nah let's get Some new people Original cast Sean Connery As John Hammond The owner of the park Gwyneth Paltrow as Ellie Sadler, Harrison Ford for Sam Neill. <laughs> Jeff Goblum's role mm-hmm. uh, as Ian Malcolm, Jim Carrey. Oh wow! These were so the first few names that were thrown up for the film. Yeah, and then Steven's like, no, I want n- new people finding their stardom. So that people can connect with them better than people connecting with Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey. Mm. I want to connect with Joe Goldblum as Ian Malcolm. Mm. How do we do that? So change the casting, get these people and look at them now. Yeah, it's worked spectacularly. Exactly yeah. that. You see, it's that's the game. Imagine if Jim Carrey did the role. It'd be so different. Yeah. Yeah. But you see, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. That could have been a very different... Maybe it's like Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> maybe in somebody else's universe... Jim Carrey played that role. It's Spider-Man. <laughs> maybe Jurassic Park would have been a very different film. Mm-hmm. It's a different timeline. Who knows? You see?
0: I keep hearing this, this saying that, uh, going back to, to what you say about casting, like the directors, because they will cast like 10 different people, but maybe on the 11th or the 12th, like chance encounter, the director will, or the, the 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 people deciding the film, they will see this one individual. And it's like, oh, that's the person. Has, does does it happen or is it just
1: Hey, I've been casted for roles where i never auditioned for
0: it's just that's the person that's I, it interesting
1: I want Kishan. that's it um, but so,
0: so there is that intangible I don't know like a magical element that is just a present you can't you can't explain it it's like I want I want Kishan for that role and it worked out spectacularly yeah, yeah.
1: that's it because they just I mean of course these are some people that I've worked with before mm. or they've seen me and they just go you that's it, you. Of course, i question myself, like, cannot be that. Like? <laughs> you must have asked some other people, maybe I'm the cheaper option. But there have been many roles and I'm very glad to say, Um. they trust me quite a bit. And I will repay that kindness in doing the best job I can on set for you. So there's been many roles that I didn't audition for. And a lot of these directors, I hate bringing this up, but it's actually a good thing to say as well. It's very... We're very lucky and fortunate in Singapore to have the CMIO, which is the Chinese, Malay, Indian, Others. Oh, what is like, that? It's a rule. That any TV show that you do mm. or any commercial that you do, you need to have this for mm. in the ruling. CMIO, Chinese, Malay, Indian, Others. So a lot of times in the older shows, right, Of course, the Chinese person rules the main leads and then, you know, mm-hmm. the Malay and the Indians are subpar characters yep. and then the others... Might, or might not be
0: there.
1: Yep. I've never had a problem with this. Um, a lot of times, some shows you see, or they just cast an Indian person as the Indian person. a the token need, Indian. You need the token Indian. I'm very happy to say. I think only Tanglin is a token Indian. Other than that, my entire character, my entire life so far, I've never been the token Indian. You may you may look at it and go. But you're the only Indian in the show. Yes. But I'm not playing an Indian, Indian man. Mm. I'm given a role that I could perform in. Kishan is performing. not Indi- Kishan, the Indian boy, mm-hmm. is performing this Indian role. Of course, I boys the men for and all that.
0: Well, that's a very important distinction. I mean, even when you saying that, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah, you're not playing an Indian, but you're performing I'm a role, performing a yeah, role a character, a yeah.
1: Character, yes. And a lot of times, I had scripts. Uh, a lot of times, I would ask the casting director questions. Yes, I know you want me for this role. Can I? Can I find out what all the other characters are? Does this have a family background? Don't have right. He's one of the main leads, right? Supporting. Okay, I try you didn't see me in that role I know let me try most of the time I'll get those roles because I surprised them it's been many times what they initially wanted me for I will ask the rest for the character list this one's a family background I know you need a Chinese family here so I'm not going to touch that what about this one this one this one this one this one? This four okay I feel for these two can I try this two And let me just show you if you don't like them we we'll go back to that one but if you do feel I like could do this too, I feel for them can I try and then you get them
0: I would love to see you in a production where you play all the roles. Yeah, if it feels really like cool. that would be very interesting for Wait, you.
3: Uh,
1: uh, <laughs> Mind you, Eddie Murphy,
3: Eddie Murphy, and um, uh, the Nazi professor.
1: And, um, yeah, yeah, yeah I, love, I, love, I would love to. I would love it would to do. Sounds sounds
0: like something of of great challenge that to is you. So
1: fun, like oh well, yeah, you know, just give me one of my dream roles. in
0: <laughs> in in closing to to this fantastic conversation, I just have two more questions. Um. Mm-hmm. One of which is, who or what first thought you what it meant to be funny?
1: Hmm. One minute. Ah. Just give me one minute. That's a great question. Um... <laughs> okay,
3: wait, wait,
1: wait. Can you ask me that question again?
0: Who? Oh, okay. So this is the question. Who or what first taught you what it meant to be funny
2: life
1: life taught me to be funny life taught me to make fun of it so that I would laugh make other people laugh and then the whole world would be a better place I I was a very timid boy when I was younger as much as energetic attention seeking I was never funny Mm -hmm. but then I was bullied and I was, you know, I was f- thrown into a group that used me for their advantage, which is make fun of me, bring themselves up, and then, you know, mingle with people so they can start a conversation by using me. Mm. You, you, you get my drift? Sounds terrible. Yeah. And it was a family member that did that to me. Uh, so it was very painful at that time. And then I started making it better for me. Like, okay, you're doing that to me. I would never want to put somebody on the spot like that. But how, how can I not put people on the spot and use them as the advantage of laughter? But how do I take what you guys are doing and make everybody else laugh? Not at the expense, that's the word. Mm-hmm. Expense of someone. I may make fun of you but I will never isolate you. Once I make fun of you, I'm going to move to the next person. Like mm. you, you don't laugh. Huh? Your teeth are really crooked. The equal. 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 Yeah. I, may be, I may be cross-eyed, but your hair fucking balding. <laughs> then you move. You see? You mm. you you give it to the whole group. Then I'm like, oh, okay, you can do that. And then I realize I say a lot of dumb shit out of curiosity. And people just laugh. And I realize, oh shit, is my face funny? Oh, great. Let's do that. People just laugh at me It's it's a curse also Because um Whatever I say these days People think it's a joke Oh dear I, I can yeah. say factual things And Like I told my friends Peacock and fly They thought that was a punchline <laughs> and, they, uh, and, and they And they it's laugh. a curse yeah. T- yeah Yeah <laughs> I can say factual things like, Really not It hey, really uh, She died uh, You're not know, bluffing me uh? Brother She died She's uh. <laughs> like hey, She used to bluff oh Then dear. they go and check know. Hey, yeah, nah. Then they like They're not shocked about that person dying, they shut up. Hey, I cannot take you seriously. I'm, <laughs> I'm more shocked at that. No.
3: You know?
1: <laughs> Sounds like a damn problem. <laughs> yeah. So I struggle with that, but I also just honed in on my stupid, stupidity. Ah. Like, you know, I would say dumb shit. Ah. Mm. I'd be like, and I'm usually, when I say these kind of stupid things, out of curiosity, but I'm also calling you out in a way. But I didn't see it that way mm. till I became a bit more mature. Like, like, it's funny. Like, okay, let's just say you needed to plug the microphone in today. Okay. Right. Instead of taking the easy way left, and then you did the right way, and then you went down, and then you went up, and then you go through the cable here, and then you plug it in. Right. And then other people would just look at you and like, oh, blah, You're just putting the up. I'll be like, why do you have to do it like that? Why can't you just put the cable here? Right? Why so stupid, all right Then people laugh, right? Be like, oh, he called it out, and then I realized, oh shit, okay, that's one way to do it. Mm. And I realized, people like it. And people find it funny when you voice their concerns for them. It's a thing. The, you know they're thinking it. But whoever here has the balls to say mm-hmm. it is going to be the comedian of the night. Yeah. Because he's voicing out your concerns. Yeah. I'm validator. Sure. Yeah. Yes. If I was an idiot here who can't open the fucking can but you're a nice guy you're not going to say anything about it. Right? You, you're thinking you're not, why you can open the can? Right? This What's wrong with him? His fingernails got a problem. What's the guy next to you goes, How long are you going to take to open the can? By the time I'm drunk, you're still so as fuck. <laughs> he's no, he's the joker of the night, because he's mm. calling your concern out. And that's what makes comedians brave. But there is great power in
0: comedy as well, I think. There's also
1: great tragedy.
0: Yeah. It's both sides. Yes. Yeah. I mean I've please have have the last one. The last beer. Please mm. go ahead. <laughs>
1: After you close, I'm already booking. Already I'm going to uh, <laughs> the bar and all that.
0: Yeah, so there is great tragedy. And I think it's interesting to, to consider that I have um, heard interviews from great comedians that they hold on to the tragedy so yeah. much that they fear that their comedy or even the, the comedic um, element mm. would deteriorate if they do not have the tragedy. And that is a uh, interesting mm. dynamic to have.
1: No, I think every comedian has had a tragic past. It's tragedy, that's why it rhymes with comedy. Mm. Well, that that should be your your punchline. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I guess so. But you know, I mean, it's very sad to say tragedy defines comedy. When I mean, you just want to make people laugh, but a lot of times it's not tragedy. It's personal life. It's personal experiences. You're voicing out. You're saying a story. You you know there are different types of comedians. You got Ricky Gervais, who's an absolute inspiration of mine. He calls shit out, right, and it's so funny. He calls people out, it's bigotry. He does that very well. <laughs> then you got Kevin Hart, who is you know sharing personal experiences, in life. You got Kuma making jokes at our fucking Singapore lifestyle. You know, beautiful stuff. Of course, it's ever changing with the times because as time goes by, things get more sensitive. Blah blah blah. But it all comes from a story, you know. It all comes from a standpoint of a story well lived and then you formulate that, you build, and that's your comedy, right? Of course, there are bigger comedians out there. I mean, I look up to people in Singapore like Sharu Chanda, Rishi Boudwani, um, These two people, top comedians in Singapore. I'm nowhere near these two. Wonderful people, two different hum- humors, married to each other. Oh, you hear that shit. The way she calls shit out, the way she calls Indians out, and like, yeah, I know Indian parties. We are all not looking at each other. We are all measuring our breast sizes. Who here has the B cup? Who here has the flat lawn like chapati? You know that kind of thing is so funny. Mm. Why voicing concerns? Mm. Indians usually don't talk like that. Interesting. They're very you know. So the
0: closing question I have to you for the night is: mm. If your life up to right now were to be, what what type of genre of film do you think your life would be up to right now? What our genre? Sci-fi. Sci-fi. How would sci-fi. it play out? What is the the rough synopsis of it?
1: I land on an island. I get into a jeep. It's in it's the, the
0: sci-fi. Th- go jeep.
1: Got <laughs> la, a jeep. La. jeep. La. Okay, okay,
3: okay. <laughs> I haven't finished the story yet. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Helicopter. Okay.
1: I land on an island. I get into a jeep. You ride out, and the first thing I see is a brachiosaurus. <laughs> And Jurassic Park starts. Sci-fi. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> da da da, 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 da. <laughs> now you can roll your credits to your podcast. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me.
0: Da, da, da. Is there anything else you would like to talk about?
1: No. I'm good. Thank you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this has been a fantastic, fantastic episode. Where can people find your stuff? Where can people find you on TikTok?
1: Uh I mean, um you just search my name, J.JAIKISHAN And you'll find my Instagram, you'll find my TikTok. Um I'm the Gundu Gamer on my Twitch stream. You can get me there. You can uh Yala. Yeah, These three places for now. So just Google Kishana now. Only fans? Uh coming soon. Okay. Uh, no choice, There, I have to pay bills.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. Um, thank you for your time, Kishan. Thank you for the conversation. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode and feel inspired. If you enjoyed what you heard thus far, do give us a follow on Instagram. And don't forget to share and subscribe. Stay tuned for the next episode.